Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. Listen. Do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. It's awesome, baby! to hook you up the best way I can when it come when it's concerning violence. I never heard what is that noise? Does anybody know what that is? Okay. Well hey, we still gonna carry on. You just go ahead and press one if you want to get in on some of this juiciness tonight because it's gonna be juicy. But of course I cannot do this show by myself. And I got to bring in, I'm I'm bringing in a married man first, right? And, well, yeah, I'm going to bring in the married man first. And I'm going to see some of the things that he may know about this. I don't know what his past is. I'm not asking. And, look, if you're not comfortable about your confessions, then don't do it. But if you want to talk about it, please press 1. I already got Naima down in Louisiana, she said she's ready to talk about it. I just saw her over in my group, whatarementhinking.com. That's my Facebook group. If you really want to know what men are thinking, you need to join that group ASAP, whatmenarethinking.com. Because we get so many questions in the room about cheating all the time. I was like, well, let's talk about it, you know. And we're about to have a What Are Men Thinking radio broadcast. That might be on Wednesday nights or Thursday nights, but you ladies and you men need to know what real men are thinking. And that's just, I mean, some people say, oh, this group is for uh, what men are thinking. How do you classify yourself as a real man? Man, the questions that we get on the daily basis are wild. Oh, it's a closed group too. So what you post, your friends can't see. So it's kind of like secretive. So all right, let me get in here. I got to bring in my co-host, my co-host is with the mostest. He's a successfully married man. He's a symptometrist. He's a doctor of Asian medicine. He used to be a vegetarian for nine years. He's an engineer. He's an alumni of Norfolk State University. He's rocking Omega Sci-Fi, cute dog, in the house. So I want y'all to big up and put y'all hands together for my man and yours, Dr. Charlie Abbott. It's awesome, baby. I got the volume turned on high tonight, Dr. Abbott. We can really bring some rocket fuel early on tonight. What's happening with you? How you doing? All right, man. I'm just over here just kind of getting a, a, a nice chuckle going because you're so excited. So I know it must really be something 
really, really exciting and and um, a hot topic to be covered come, tonight. Come on, man! It's almost so, February. It's almost February. Valentine's people got to be stra- people got to be strategic about their chocolate and and and, and 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 their flowers and their romance and smelling good and the restaurants is letting people make all kind of reservations and things like that. And women want some mm-hmm. new presents, and and men want to do something too. So, uh, this is like you know, it's really getting ready to be like something serious. So, this is really, 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 really gonna be fun tonight. So, let's get this thing mm-hmm. popping. And you know, what do you feel about this topic, man? You, you said you feel that I'm that I'm excited, but what's it? What's it coming from you? Are you married? You know, yeah. Let me interview you right quick. How long you been married? Well, working on. I'm in my third year. We're going into the third year now, so that's where I am. You know. It's awesome, baby. Practice, 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 man. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You know, practice, practice, practice. So. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I want to hear what you guys say about this subject before I start opening the lines up and going in the high field tonight. So, coach, I mean, this is a this is a, a, t- a topic that that's it's everywhere. I mean, we see it in, on all places in the in the, in the media, in the news. Someone, you know, somebody had infidelity in the family. You know, there, just recently was there was a, a billion dollar settlement. Um, for for a couple that that split up, so it, there there always seems to be a price to pay, you know. So there's a price to pay because it's like somewhere I've done you wrong or someone has done another person wrong, and then what will settle it? What will actually equal you know make this this pain go away? So will it be money? Will it be a person learning and evolving? Okay, to understand that. You know we're on this track to learn, and that we're not gonna have it one hundred percent correct the way that we want now we can use things like what we're doing here in Centometry to help make it an easier journey because we're not following the status quo and just the average person's uh way of of living as we're we're communicating with the cells but for me to get to this point and to be married because you know, it took me quite a few years to even to consider it. But, <laughs> right, right, right. It took, you know, so it's like, okay, he's married now, but it wasn't like that that easy because there was a there was a point in time when I I really did not, you know, it wasn't something that was a a priority. You know, it, it was you know, okay, we could do this, or you could live with somebody, and you know, have that kind of vibe, but still have a commitment. But um, what I've found is that, and this has all changed, and it's been changing um, for me since, you know, we've been on this root cause journey, a symptometry journey, um, and even, but even prior to that, because regardless of what I'm processing or what I'm going through, and I'm in a relationship with someone else, and if I make a statement, and a commitment, really, who am I being committed to? I'm being really committed to the relationship that I have with me, and that person is the reflection or or, or the opposite 
of, of me. You know, it's, it's like me giving, you know, me giving permission to communicate with something, someone that I'm attracted to. But what I'm attracted to is really, it's also inside of me. And but so therefore, when it comes down to being unfaithful, okay, what is it? You know, when I look back at the mistakes, at the at the at the learning processes that I went through, you know, some of them were not um, really simple. I mean, it could have been, well, I was upset, you know, and how did I process that issue if I didn't talk it out with the person? Then it would be about me finding a way to pacify something that was already going on with me that didn't really have anything totally to do with that other person. I mean, the, the, you know, when I look back at those that process, so so now if I'm feeling something or you know, I I want to I want to have that line of communication open no matter how difficult it is for for me to express, but with you know, attention lasering with uh, communication, um, and, and and as you also know, um, living scientifically, it, it gives much more stability. But it's, it's a whole lot easier to blame someone else. And that's why I say it took me a, a while to get to this point because, you know, we're working on each other. That's what the whole process I mean, we're really working on each other. I mean, it's not a one-way track. And you know that is a part of the journey. I mean, we, you know that you know people that that are here for twenty years, thirty years, forty years, fifty years. There was one couple here in North Carolina. I don't know if it's, they both are still alive. This brother and sister they were together for eighty-five years, I believe, and they both were in their hundreds. You know, they were over one hundred, one hundred and three hundred and five. And still getting it done. And the wife said when she first met him, she wasn't impressed with him at all. She wasn't like, oh, he's you know the greatest and you know, you know most handsome guy she saw. But he, you know, he he eventually he he became a part of who she was, and and you know they have been inseparable ever since. So yeah, you know, life is life that life in itself. Uh, brings those challenges, but the so when it comes down to infidel, infidelity, what is it, and what does it really mean to the person? Are they really cheating on themselves, or are they cheating on the other person? And then the other person, who is the so-called victim, you know, what is it about them that they need to experience that situation? Now I know that might be difficult for some people to handle, especially when the emotions are so raw. Because I know I've been both victim and perpetrator, and when I really look at it, they both the same, the same individual. <laughs> hey, that's being honest right there. That's being honest. I know that's right. Right? You know, and so, um, I mean, that's the, I mean, that's the laws of of of, of the universe, right? I mean, they like getting young, so. Being a married man, I mean, it's it's a it's a day by day process, and um, you know, as a human being, we always say, you know, learning is the most important thing. We're always going to be in the process of learning. So, I'm really excited about 
you know, hearing the inputs and, and being able to uh, interact with others tonight on the show because I, I know it'll be a lively show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I went and looked that article up for that uh, billion-dollar uh, divorce decree, and uh, mm-hmm. he got a, he had to give her $320 million by the end of 2014, and the rest of it he got to pay $7 million a month. Seven million dollars a month, homeboy. Well, that's cheap. That, now they say it's cheaper to keep her, right? What's <laughs> that song? It's cheaper to keep her. Ooh wee! That's a that heavy right lick there. right there, man. I don't know if that was cheating. I know that's some anger right there to be like, we can't stay together, and I don't even feel like you're gonna take care of me. I don't have enough money, like if I leave. So no, don't just give me. A hundred million. Don't just give me three hundred and twenty million. I need three twenty, and then I need seven million a month. And then I go to the next article, and she is appealing it. She's appealing it for more. She's she appealed it the next day. She said, "Hey," <laughs> she said, "She said it's not fair and equitable." Woo! She said, "Well, you know, it says it says Sue Ann is disappointed in the outcome of the case." Well, you know, he he took her on that magic carpet ride, you know, <laughs> so he had she wanted to be sustained in that. I mean, uh, you know, I got I got Tiger Woods. He he was pretty much in that same ballpark too. So, uh, right, right, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, uh, for and is that worth to cheat? You know, so man, well, I mean, well, I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I ain't gonna blame the whole thing. That one, the whole thing on cheating right there, but. No, no, that's a whole that, institution, man. Yeah. yeah, but I will say that people need to have better communications. I'm going to be on communications all night. You may have an angle. Dr. Nardi may have an angle. Some of the people that are calling in, they're going to have angles. But I'm going to be, I'm going to state my position right now. Let me state my position before it gets started. I don't believe, especially I'm going to start with unmarried couples. I don't believe you can cheat because cheating is a term for like married people. If you want cheating, then get married. But if you ain't married, then you ain't went all the way. Stop trying to play house. That's just me from the coach. Don't talk about he cheated. Oh, well, he cheated on me three or four times. How long y'all been married? We ain't married. Word? Y'all have children together? No. And he still cheated? What do you call cheating? That's one thing I want. I, 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 I want some some people to call in from the community, the listeners, and press one and say, I have been cheated on. Press one if you've been cheated on. Press one if you have never cheated. Press one if you have done some cheating. See, I want to hear from that. I want to hear from them people who say, I ain't never cheated. I want to hear the whole perspective. And then if you're happily married and you don't do cheating and, and, and y'all got a formula, we want to hear that too. Because I have a very intelligent audience, but tonight I'm sure it's going to be some emotionally charged conversations taking place. So this is going to be a real fun one right here. So I want to open up. Dr. Nardi, I see you. I'm coming to you. I know I got you. But I want to open up the lines to my first caller. She already has called in and pressed one to raise her hand. So I want to see her perspective off the gate. All right. And uh, I get more into mine. Well, hold on before I, I do have to qualify this too. I'm a professional astrologer, too. And 
the placement of Venus in a person's chart does have a strong factor in how committed they are into a monogamous, honest relationship, okay? They can be honest, but still want more than one person. Now, you hear a lot of people saying, all men aren't built like that. Men are just built to do that. And some, and you hear some people saying, why ain't one woman enough? And it's all types of arguments going on. I'm not going to jump into that, why isn't one person enough, or all men. I don't believe no two people are built the same. Yes, we got all got 26 minerals. We breathe in oxygen, and we breathe out carbon monoxide, I mean carbon dioxide, and we need enzymes. But, you know, after that, things start changing up rather quickly. Fingerprints is different. Birthdays is different. Uh, shoe sizes is different. Heights is different. We got a lot of commonalities, but we got a lot of differences, too, so. Later on the night, yeah, I make going. Oh, and we got genes. And then right. I know I know Dr. Nard is gonna go into this. What about the genes we inherited? What if the what 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 if the gene was inherited, but you don't know about it? Woo wee! <laughs> oh my goodness! Mom and hold Dad were straight. <laughs> Say that again. I said I said you know the mother and father you know they've been married for fifty years sixty years but. You know, the offspring, it's like, you know, caution to the wind. Off the chain. You, know you, can, say, you, can, you can say off the chain. chain on the show. Yeah, you can off say off the chain. Off the chain, So, yes, that's hilarious. I got too many examples. Hold on. I got to get to some callers because I talk all night. First caller up from the 337-251. Thank you for calling in tonight. It's awesome, baby. Thank you for holding Ooh, on, Amy. Yes, 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 yes. What do you think about the topic of the show tonight so far? Um, I think it's a great topic, and it's on time for me because I just been seeing so much talk about cheating from people on the internet to people I advise to things that I see on TV. I've been hearing that word cheat, 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 almost like a mantra for like the past two weeks. So Ooh, I think that's- you know. And that's another thing, too, because I know you do, like, uh, tarot readings and card readings. You're a reader for people. You give them consultations. So do people come to you very often and say, is he cheating or is she cheating? Yes, they do. Wow. They do. And, like, as a reader, the, the, the top thing people want to know about is their love life and their money. Like, every now and then I'll get something about, you know, spirituality or something like that. But for the most part, people want to know about what's going on with their love life and what's going on with their money. So I get those kinds of questions a lot. Wow. Okay. So now, were you calling in? Were you calling in as the reader or or did you qualify in one of those sections? Never cheated? Never been cheated on? Been cheated on, or you was the one doing the cheating? Are you in one of those? Got did you did you call in for one of those categories? Well, yes, I did. I called in for a couple of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I have stories. But anyway, um, I have never cheated on somebody, but I've but I have been so called cheated on before, and I say so called is because. My perspective has changed since these occurrences happened in my life. 
Like, I feel the same way you do about it. Like, if you're not married, it's not cheating. Everything is fair game until you put that ring on that finger and sign that license and um, make that commitment. But um, the very first time it happened to me, I was 18, was my first boyfriend in college, and (laughs) my father did not like this boy at all. So he went and got a background check on him because one of his best friends, the private investigation, the private investigator, come to find out not only did this boy, man, whatever, have several different women, he also had men that he was sleeping with. Whoa. And I was just so devastated. I didn't go to class for a week. The only thing I ate... The only thing I ate was a half a pack of Ritz crackers and a couple of packs of ramen noodles. My friends literally came to my dorm room and dragged me out of my bed. It was like, no, you're not crying over this dude. It wasn't that serious. You're going to go to the mall. We're going to the club. Forget him. And but after that, after just making myself feel bad over somebody that didn't care about me, I, I really started to restructure the way I thought about relationships, period. And I'm like, we didn't make any undying commitment to anybody. Why am I caring about what he's doing when he's not around me? I started just questioning a lot of stuff, like if some if a man I'm with has sex with another woman, does that really diminish the way that he feels about me? So... Yeah, I guess when you go by the typical terms, I have been cheated on by almost every man that I've been with. But it's like by the time I found out about this so-called infidelity, it was other stuff in the relationship that had happened that would make me want to leave them anyway. So in spite of how many times it's happened, it's never been the cause for me wanting to leave somebody. It was always some other issue in my relationship that would make me want to leave them. But being so, with another woman, no, that I really that never so, really phased me. So let me so let me ask you this because you speaking for a large top Dr. Uh, Abbott, get your pencil out now because she she getting ready to give us some game right here. So are you okay. telling me that are you telling me that when most women use the word cheating they're talking about sex. They're not talking about he messed up the bank account money or he wrecked the car or he didn't or the lights got cut off. When they're talking about cheating, they're talking about normally they're talking about he stepped out and had sex with somebody else, right? Right. But then and, there's also some women who were like if you just have sex and that's just sex then it's okay, but like if you actually form an emotional bond, then to them that's cheating. Wait like a minute. So you say just just because there's an emotional bond, not married, having sex, but now we emotionally connected, and then you find or a woman finds out that he had sex with someone else, she would classify that as cheating as well. Mm-hmm. Some women do, yes. Like, I've actually heard the term emotional cheating. Like, you do all the things with this person it's that you would do with your significant other except have sex. Or uh, basically you have, like, 
a friend, a best friend type of relationship or something with them. But there's some people, like, if you marry and you have that kind of relationship with somebody of the opposite sex, they're going to consider that cheating because they expect you to get all of your emotional sustenance from them and no one else. This is a dream come true. And the hits just keep on coming. Oh, shucks. I'm getting educated tonight. I was th- I thought it wasn't going to start till got the Nardi got on the line. I'm getting game right now. Thank you. Don't you go nowhere. You stay right on the line because I'm going to come back to you. Just stay right there. I'm going to open your mic right back up. You just stay right there. Dr. Right. Abbott, did you, Dr. Abbott, did you hear that? Most definitely. Oh yeah. Whew. We're here. Let me I got I got another caller calling in from the three three six four four eight. You're on Coach K Radio Sometometry Night. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi Coach. This is Falana. Hi Falana, how are you doing? Hi Doctor. Hi. Hi. Now, Falana, which class would you fall under? Are you well, first off, tell me what you think about the topic first. What do you think about the topic of tonight's show? Okay. First, let me say that I have Venus in a 10th house, and I've actually been celibate for going on nine years. And and, 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 and what sign? What sign is Venus in? What sign is it in? Leo. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I know what's going right. on with you. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, the other lady was saying that, um, well, first I want to say that, um, what's cheating or what's the relation? I think that when two people sit down and decide that they're going to be monogamous and at some point take it to the next level, then that's, when you go outside of that, it's considered cheating. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. What's next level? We got to be clear tonight. What's next level? Next level is marriage, family, and so on. Okay, okay. So we sit down, we have that talk, and then we start the relationship at that point. So that means that whatever you got in the background needs to end, and whatever I got in the background needs to end. And then if you go outside of the relationship at that point, and to to me, I I tend to develop really deep bonds with people. So um, emotional cheating and physical cheating is the same thing to me. Because I like to be really connected to whoever I'm with, whether it's friends or mates, and I expect for you to be your like number one confident confidant. So if you decide that you want to have sex with somebody else as your number one confidant, I should know about it. And so when people cheat, to me, it's like um, it it takes them down the road of being deceitful and being a, a liar and being you know, almost like um, being a betrayer, a traitor to yourself. Hold because on, hold on, hold on. I got one question. Mm. I mean, hold on, hold on one second. Now, you said just because, are you telling me that this is how you feel and maybe other women, you can't speak for all of them, but maybe yourself and maybe some other women that you know, that yes. if, if you're his number one confidant and he says you're my number one confidant and he has sex with somebody else, that means that you're not his number one confidant anymore because he had sex with somebody else? Because he didn't tell me that he had feelings that he wanted to break the original commitment that we made to each other. So okay. we sat down and we said, it's just me and you, babe, from this point on. Now, if you want to go have sex with somebody else, 
you know, that's that's it's not fine, but I expect you to tell me that you having feelings that this relationship is not giving you what you need. But 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 what if the relationship is giving him what he needs and he's attracted to someone else sexually and he tells you what's Falona going what's how's Falona going to react? Then at that point, I would have to decide whether this is the relationship that I want to be in or not. Wait a minute, you just gonna you just gonna be like I invested all this time, I invested this emotions, but because he's attracted to another human being that this may not be the relationship for me? Not because he's attracted to another human being, because, you know, our attraction for people never goes away, but because he's breaking our prior commitment and now he wants to have sex with other people, then, yes, I'd have to say I'd have to keep it moving because that's not what I signed up for. But if he's coming, but if he came to you and told you, isn't he renegotiating the terms? Isn't, isn't he coming to you and saying, I'm honest? He is renegotiating the terms, um, but at that point, I can decide to end the contract. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's just not up for negotiation for me, and I make that completely clear throughout the whole relationship before we even get to the point of whether or not we're going to take it to the next level or not. So the guy that I'm with would really have to think about what he wants out of life because I, I kind of don't play with my emotions. Let me tell you why. Like the lady before, I also got cheated on in my first relationship. I was a virgin. I had sex for the first time and got pregnant, okay? I was 19 years old. I had a daughter. It didn't work out. I was young and dumb, and he was a baller. Hello. So that didn't work out, but he cheated on me, and it broke my heart, and it was so painful that I never forgot how painful it was. And I realized how much lying and deceit went into cheating, so I decided that I would never, ever put that pain on another person, ever. And I never wanted to experience it again because I don't like to share. So because of that experience, um, I kind of, you know, I don't really, I, I would never do that to somebody. Let's just say that I would never do that to somebody. Some people you, would shape them differently, but that's how it shapes me. I would never want to cause anybody that kind of emotional pain. You, so I've never done it. Go ahead, Doctor Abbott. So now we're we're at a place in this in this conversation, and, I, and I'm sure as we go along, you know, further, that there's more to this because that she had, she experienced a a, a traumatic event to, for her. At 19, that pretty much sealed the deal. So anything from 19 forward, it's like, okay, what what are we gonna do? You know, how how do I how do I move from this place? So that's what we want. That's what we wanna. That's what I'm I'm looking at now from the outside. Is that how how do we how do we help help take care of this? So when you say tear. Take care of us. What does that mean? Because you said said it has been nine years for you since you have, you've been celibate for nine years. That was the first thing you said. And, right, so then. But not since then. Let me me explain. Okay, so I was at 19, so I had my fun up until I was about 32. Um, Not 30, maybe 31, 32, and now I'm approaching 40. Or we'll be forty this year. 
so I didn't like at that point I didn't make that full decision I just, I kept collecting evidence on how I felt about it I tried the casual thing that didn't work for me I tried the free with benefits you know so I kind of experimented so just after that one incident I didn't just cut everybody off and say that um, is my way or the highway I actually did experiment and see how I felt you know, as I figured out who I was as a woman. And that's the conclusion that I come to now at 39. I just, I don't have time to play with my emotions because they're very dear to me. And that's no fun. Because when you're in love with somebody, they can make a, they can determine how your day goes. They can make you have a, they can make you have a bad day. But if that person does something to you, if you're that connected to them, they can do something that puts you in a bad mood for the whole day. At well, least that's how well, I looked at how I look looked at it, or how I view it now. You know, if it's not the right relationship, so I take it very seriously, very seriously. And I raise my I have that daughter, and we have one child, and I've raised her to not let anybody play with her emotions. You know, because women, I think we try to play around a lot and try to be men because there's a double standard. So we try to. We try to, um, you know, well, if he, they can do it, I can do it too. I've had a lot of girlfriends. At one point I used to be a hairdresser. I used to hear everybody's man problems. So what I found was very few women can act like men, very few. Well, can I ask you a question then? Why, yes. Why would, why, why would women want to act like men? Because they feel like, you know, well, if, he, if they can do it, I can do it too for sport. Well, well, yeah, okay, so now we're going into sporting, and this is going to expand the conversation because what we're what we're getting into is gender specifics, you know, specifically how we're going to pro- how we process things gender wise, and it's ultimately about complementing each other. So, you know, definitely what we talk about in symptometry and we talk about, you know, in root cause therapeutics is the balance and how. You know, hormonal balance is very, very important. And I know when uh, Dr. Nardi comes on, there'll be some more things that come that'll come up out of this. But um, really, I know, Coach, and you know, the, the, the you know, the purpose of this show was really to see people change, shift, have some breakthroughs. And you know, I understand and see what you you've uh, gone through and, and some of the things that you process. But you know, we want we want to get some we want to see you know some growth for all of us and this show is about expressing it but you know at the same time let's let's as everybody we learn something and go forward so that we can so you can trust somebody so that you know you can forgive yourself <laughs> you, cause you gotta forgive yourself for even being in that position to, to say oh i allowed myself i let my guard down i wasn't smart enough or you know i didn't pay attention and then you know when we always looking in the rearview mirror yeah, I would say that um, like now the celibacy isn't strictly because of that. It's because I've embarked on a spiritual journey, so that has a lot to do with it too. And then at one point, point. you know, I got really engrossed in my career. I was making a lot of money, and I just I worked as a salesperson, and sales are directly controlled, uh, connected to your mood. So I just didn't want anybody to like, and, and I'm a very sensitive person, so I just didn't really want anybody kind of messing with my money making capabilities. So it just kind of evolved to here it is nine years later, and I'm looking around like, dang, it's been nine years. So it's not like, you know, I'm this wounded person that, oh, I've never, you know, it just kind of evolved into that. And I think a lot of career women have spurts of celibacies that were kind of like unintended. 
So, you know, now, intended, that, it started now, off unintended, but it evolved into something different, you know. Okay, so. So now, that's my story for Never Cheated. Thank you. Yeah, but check it. Thank, you know, thank you. Now, you know on the Coach Kyrie show, it's going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be some coaching going on. It's going to be some clarity. <laughs> and I'm going to clear this up for, for all of y'all, for the record. Okay, let me get this. Let me let me let y'all get this straight. The word, what, wait a minute. So let me. Um, I spell your name Falona, right? I mean, that's how I pronounce your name. It's it's Falana. It means Falana. lover of mankind. Falana. So if I call you Judy, will you answer? I will not answer to Judy. Now, and you know why? Why? Because those two words aren't the same, are they? They are not. So the word abstinence and the word celibacy are not the same. So I want okay. to clear it up for you and everybody. Because you ain't having sex, you not just being celibate. Let's be clear on that. When you first okay. started, when you first started and was like, I'm sick of these dudes. I ain't got time for this. This is ridiculous. Until I find somebody worthy, I'm shutting it down. That is called abstinence. I'm making my money. I ain't got time to be bringing no strangers into the crib. I'm getting my bread, especially when I'm I'm in sales and, I, and it's money. Then that's absent. That is not <laughs> celibacy. Okay. Now okay. when you say I'm getting on my spiritual journey, and I'm going to uh, withhold from sex until this time, that means it has an ending. It has an ending because once I get to this period. Well, I have achieved this particular spiritual ground, then I, because in spirituality, you must practice forgiveness and compassion, including yourself. So after you right. get to this particular point, and then you say, boom, I, I know some initiations take six months, three years, five years, whoever the system is under, I don't know. I don't do those particular type of initiations because of the path <laughs> I follow. I don't knock nobody who's doing it. But if you're going to use the word celibacy, if you're going to use the word celibacy, there's got to be a spiritual reason, one, and an ending date. So I'm not going okay, to let ask, me clarify. I'm not going to ask you, do you have an ending date? That ain't none of my business. I'm just giving you that nugget. I'm giving you okay. that nugget because you could be just still being abstinent if you ain't got no ending date and just that and just so happens that you have involved spirituality into that. So, but you are not allowed to get off this phone because Dr. Nardi is like, when are you going to open my mic? When are you going to open my mic? I got something to say. I got something to say. So, stay right there. Stay right there. All right. I'm on mute, but don't go nowhere yet because I got some questions for him. But thank you for your call. Don't you move. And thank you. No stay problem. right there. Stay right there. Woo! Dr. Abbott, what you done got me into tonight? Look what you done started. Did you see this? You see hey, this? Let me see. I know it, man. It's 100 degrees plus. All right. All right. We're going to bring some rocket fuel in here, ladies and gentlemen. Please put on your asbestos jackets and your asbestos pair of pants and your asbestos <laughs> gloves because we're going to turn the heat up another 1,000 degrees. This is the founder of Sometometry. He's been married a long time, more than 25 years, maybe more than 30 years. He's going to tell you when he get on the line. Some people call him we call him C. Joe Nardi. We call him Grandmaster Nardi. He's just all over the place. But for short, we just call him Dr. Nardi. Y'all put your hands together for the founder of Symptometry, Dr. Maxwell Nardi. 
It's awesome, baby. Thank you, Dr. Nardi, for joining us. How you feeling this evening? Oh, fine. Thank you. I was just chuckling over here when I was listening to the narrative from Felana and all that. So it was very interesting. So that's good. Minute. Thank you. Hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. You was, you was already chuckling. I hadn't even opened your microphone yet. Well, it's okay. I was just having some fun listening. That was great. <laughs> okay, okay. So first off, we can't. <laughs> I know you got some. I know you got some add-on comments, but I want people to know who you are first. So, Doctor Nardi, um, are you married? Yes, I've been married um, for thirty-eight years, and I was in a relationship before that with the same woman for three years. So, thirty-eight plus three, forty-one years. Forty-one wow. years. Okay, now. Where are you from? Because I hear that you have an accent. Like, where are you? Where are you originally from, Doctor Narchi? I'm originally from Ghana, West Africa. All right. And how long have you been staying in the United States? Thirty-two years. All right. And um, so you grew up in West Africa, and then you've been residing in America for thirty plus years, right? That's correct. And I want a simple yes or no answer. Have you yes, noticed yes. any? No, 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 no. no. On, on the next question, on the next question, I want a simple answer. Have you noticed some cultural differences in how relationships are carried out in Africa and America? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Watch, I'm setting this up now. Watch, everybody, stay with me. Now, um, 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 you. Now, how long have you been? a doctor slash scientist? 20, 25 years now. And where did you go to school? Several schools, but where, where I had my terminal degrees, you have the British Institute of Homeopathy, you have the Clayton College, and now you have the American School of Symptometry, which I founded myself. All right, all right. Now, cheating is often referred to as infidelity. You who have been married for and been with one partner for over 41 years have probably had to talk to some married couples or some 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 clients who have used the word cheating or infidelity. Is that right or wrong? That is correct, and but the two are not the same. Infidelity and cheating are not the same. Did I just hear you correctly? That is correct. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I need to. So I need to get my pencil and pen. So I need for you to tell me and the audience right now what is the difference between cheating and infidelity. Oh, that's very simple. In infidelity. A vow has been broken. In cheating, no vow has been broken. It is just the dashing off at a tangent where there is no commitment. That's the difference between cheating and infidelity. Wow. So infidelity, there's a vow. Yes. Which is 
is is vow similar to a verbal contract or is it a written contract or both um it is a, it is a it is a verbal contract in the presence in the in the presence of witnesses in a formal setting wow okay okay and cheating is more you said i heard you use the word dash can you give me the definition for cheating one more time cheating is the dashing off at a tangent where there is no commitment. Okay, okay. Where they're dashing off where there's no commitment. All right. But so are you are you insinuating or or, or implying that without a vow, then there is no commitment? Is that what you're saying? Without a vow, the commitment is so loose that there is no commitment. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. Now, earlier, uh, Felona said that she did not like to share. Share is the word, and, and, and I hear this all the time. For me, I think of the word share as ownership. I own something, and then I'm going to share it. Is it possible to share a person, or do you have to own a person before you can share them? Well, um, I think, let me cut Felena some slack over here. Um, it looks, it appears there is lack of study of, the, of a person. You know, I wrote a book, the most, an in-depth study of the most complete person. Yes. And... You know, uh, if you don't know human beings, you will behave from a point of darkness. Um, there is the unknown factor in every human being, even in your child, even in your dog. There is the unknown factor where the person becomes unpredictable, where the person becomes precarious. There's an unknown factor. And you have to you have to take into account the unknown factor when you are dealing with a human being, no matter how reliable that person is. That person can come to work. Uh, you, you open business at seven o'clock. That person is already there at six thirty, ready to work. You can do that. You can do that for three years, four years, five years. Don't forget that it's a human being. There is an unknown factor. So the same thing also applies to a relationship. Where there is no vow, don't forget that you have genes at play. You have, the, you have the gene for marriage. You have the gene for single life. You have the gene for multiplicity. Then you have the gene for kinkiness. A gene for kinkiness? Yes, the gene for kinkiness. And oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You just made a whole lot. Of, you, you said a gene for marriage, a gene yes. for being single. And then you yes. and then you said a gene. D, you talking about for multiplicity? That's a, a, a gene for multiplicity. Yes. And multiplicity is the person. Explain multiplicity. I want you to give me the scientific definition of multiplicity. The, the multiplicity gene. The the the, multipli the multiplicity gene. You know, uh, the person feels very insecure unless he or she has had relationship with other partners. 
That is the only way the person derives security. Is by having relationships with multiple people. That's correct. And there's and nothing you can, there's nothing you can do about that. And uh, he has to go the full length. He has to go the full length until he learns some lessons, or until he perishes, or that's it. That is that is just the way his gene is. There's nothing you can do about that. Well, I mean, whoa, whoa. I mean, and you're saying that the person. So is so if the person knows that they have this gene. So if the person has a multiplicity gene, can they cheat? If that's the case, if it's genetics, is it can, it is, can, I, it, still, it, it, can I still it, call no, it cheating? No, no, such a person cannot be in a stable relationship. You know, such a person can never build can never produce cement. In order to in order to be you know, after a vow, you learn to produce cement. You know, cement consists of four ingredients. You know, uh, uh, sexual health, reliance or confidence, uh, communication, and magnetic spot. The person must have a magnetic spot, you see, uh, before you can produce cement. If there is no magnetic spot, uh, the, the cement will never be produced. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to, everybody needs the, those four things that produce cement. Everybody get your pens out. The doctor is, the class is in session. So for, for me to produce cement in a relationship, I need what four things again, Dr. Nardin? Sexual health. Sexual health. Reliance. Reliance. Communication. Communication. And magnetic spark. Magnetic spark. Now. No, no, spot. Magnetic spot. S P O T. S P. Magnetic spot? What is that? Well, uh, that, is, that, is, that is the point. That is the physical point in a, in a woman or in a man that, uh, that, 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 that is frozen in your mind by the force of attraction. It is frozen in such a way that, you know, uh, when you are having intercourse, that is only what plays out in your mind even before you start, you start uh, discharging, before the woman has orgasm. That, that is a magnetic spot. It could be the, the, the dimple when the, the woman smiles. It could be the gap between, the, it could be uh, the way the feet are shaped the way the legs are shaped, the way the woman walks and swings her, her arms, all these are magnetic spots. Okay, okay. And communication. I'm going to just go up the list. Communication means we, it, first off, communication must be based off of honesty and openness. Is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. That is correct. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, let's talk about it. Okay, I'm ready to talk. Okay, what what happened? This and that, this and that. Okay, you know that, that is that is that. You know, but if if the person is uh, likes likes a life of solitude, he wants to be alone, or she wants to be alone, she wants to be left alone. 
you know, then you know that is going to be a sign of depression. That's going to be a sign of something else that is going to happen, you know. So there must be communication. If there's no communication, these are symptoms that uh, you have to use in order to address the situation as quickly as possible. You know, let's yeah, contact a symptometrist, you know, or do something. That, that's, that's why communication is very important. And if you are not producing enough neurochemicals, uh, you begin to have communication problems. So communication alone encompasses many factors. And uh, this includes, you know, production of neurochemicals, production of neurotransmitters. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that if there is faulty neurotransmitters, then I can have a I can have a problem with infidelity or cheating in my relationship. That is that 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 is correct. You see because. You see, for instance, let's let's let cool under fire, you know, uh, uh, and the person is not producing it. You know, the person will be very impatient as a result, very impatient. And a person who is very impatient, the least thing gets on his or her nerve, the least thing. You know, noise in the house, you know, or the music is too loud and all that. If the person is producing enough serotonin, or oh, even if the music is too loud, it's all right. It's okay. You can you 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 can cope with it. You can manage. So, the production of neurotransmitters play a great role in communication. Okay. Now, reliance, reliance, reliance. Sound like the root word of that is rely. Can I depend on this person or that is correct? I, that is correct. Can I trust? Can I trust this person to be there? Yes, because reliance, because reliance is the is the gateway to trust. You see, you don't trust a person immediately. No, 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 no. You there are some there are some uh, preliminary steps, some primary steps to trust. So it takes a few years, a few months to build trust. So this starts with reliance. Can I can, can I depend on you to to pick my child from school? Can I count on you to do this? Can I count on you to do the grocery? Can I count on you to, I mean, to 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 to, to vacuum the, the 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 house? Can I count? You know, it it starts with such small small actions, you know, minor minor actions. But see, a lot of people, especially in North America, they base. Can I rely on you not to have sex with somebody else as their primary motivator for being in a relationship? How do you feel about can if if I can rely on you not to have sex with somebody else? No, no. Here, here, here again, the priority is misplaced. You know, this is why they are so. That's why the incidence of divorce and uh, separation is very is so high in the United States. You see, since so many things have been done backwards. You see, and that that's not right. You see, it's time now. It, it is time uh, to, to 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 call a spade a spade, and then place the priorities where they are supposed to be. Too many women have been traumatized. Too many children have been abandoned, have been neglected, with all these traumas. And people like you are doing the world a favor by discussing topics of this magnitude in this forum. 
I'm doing the best I can, but you just bit off a whole lot right there because you saying that they don't have their priorities in order. I'm gonna tell you what they're talking about. The first thing they say is, well, if he's if this person is having sex with somebody else, they gonna bring me a disease. That's the first thing they go to. Like it, it, it seems like the fear of a sexually transmuted disease is their top priority. Versus, what would you say a top priority should be? No, no. You see, the top the top priority is four in one producing cement. You see, when you say, okay, you're oh, I'm afraid that he's having, he's sleeping around. He or she may bring me a disease. There, there is a very fundamental question that you have to answer. That fundamental question is, do I have everything I need at home? Yes or no? If I don't have everything I have at home, I will go outside to get what I need or <laughs> to get what I need to complement what I have at home. Wow. Wow. I'm go you say, do I have everything I need at home? If not, I'm going to go get what I need to complement what I have at home. Is that what that you're saying? That is correct. That is correct. And so this is this is instinctive, right? This is just regular instinctive, right? That is correct. I mean, face it, okay? You deny your children selling things at home. No sodas, no sodas. No, 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 no. No sodas, no sodas. Okay? What will your child do? Your child will go to Gabriel's house where they have a lot of sodas in the fridge. Then they will drink the sodas and come home, clean their mouth and everything, and come home and be the most obedient child ever you've, you've ever had, not knowing that your child has been breaking the rules. There was no soda at home, so he went outside to drink some soda. Wow. That, hey, that was smoker. That that right there, what you just said? Wait a minute. Hold on. Nobody move. Hold on. Where's, 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 uh? This is a dream come true. Like, you just, like, you, now some people may not be comfortable with this answer and that's okay because you just giving a straight straight scientific facts you know and i don't even and 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 so you're saying okay that's reliance let me just get off of that i come back to that because i know somebody's going to raise their hand and they're going to want to get back to it and then the last one sexual health what is sexual health Sexual health is satisfying the boyfriend, but I'm talking that before, even before marriage, satisfying the boyfriend fully during intimacy. This, I, this, this problem of premature ejaculation, this problem of premature ejaculation leaves the woman in total arousal agony. In, I mean, it's time for intimacy. 
And then what happens? In less than five minutes, it is over. What does this do to the woman? This is a crime of biblical proportion. What does this do to the woman? The woman will be twisting and twisting and twisting, and there is nothing she can do. You are done, and what about her? You are not healthy sexually. You, the man, you are not healthy. If you are healthy, your erection should be prolonged and sustained. So if you don't know where to get prolonged, sustained erection, call symptometry. You have Dr. Warnick. You have Dr. Abbott. You have me. Call symptometry. We'll fix this problem for you. Wow. This is as far as, this is as, far as the man is concerned. What about the woman? So many women are frigid. Loss of complete libido due to the atrophy of the clitoris. Loss of libido. Fragility. You talk about sexual health? So how can you build cement? How can you produce cement when sexual health is not there? Then in the morning, in the kitchen, you are snapping at each other. What happened? Then when you are filing for divorce, you say irreconcilable differences. Irreconcilable. Big words. You should have simplified this existence by just improving your sexual life. Your sex life. Very easy. Then you go and drink sodas. You go and drink alcohol. It will kill your manhood. And many women start masturbation very early. Five years old, five year old girls are masturbating. Nine year old girls are masturbating. By the time you reach age twenty five or age thirty, your your clitoris begins to atrophy. What does that word mean? What does atrophy mean? Well, it will stop growing. And it start it will start shrinking, and as it is shrinking, the nerves are dying. And this is from masturbation. It's from masturbation. So, would you think it's safe to say you're a doctor, and you have we've had a show about women going a long time without having sex. When they go a long time without sexual intercourse, do they refrain? Do they tend to refrain? From masturbation, or does masturbation tend to increase? Well, some of them, some some of them don't even masturbate. Some of them don't even masturbate. Some of them become uh, become uh, uh, fake orgasm producers during intercourse. They are just there for the money. They are just there to make, to to keep the to keep the family together and all. That's it. But deep down inside them. They have no arousal. They are frigid. This is sex. This this is sexual health we are talking about. How can you produce cement? You cannot. One of the ingredients is missing. 
<laughs> That's just like trying to make real cement on the sidewalk, and you ain't going to use no water. <laughs> there you go. How can you, how can you make cement? Or I got water, but I ain't got no sand. Oh, you have sand, you don't have gravel. <laughs> All four elements, ladies and gentlemen, sexual health, reliance, communications, and magnetic spot, S-P-O-T. Write that down. That's what we, that's that, that's how you cement the relationship. Now, Earlier you said, well, I, and I, and I want to ask, I want to play devil's advocate because you said, well, the woman is coming to the man and then he has premature ejaculation. Um, so you're saying that it's his responsibility to maintain that erection so the woman will not be in arousal agony. That is correct. Always, always during intimacy, the woman should have should reach should have orgasm first. The woman should always have orgasm first, not the other way around. Because that is one of the parts that makes her get very very frustrated, right? That is correct. And then she she be, she be, she she becomes snappy then uh, very snappy the next morning. And she continues with that snappiness all the way to work. She becomes irritable. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> now, what what kind of results do you get? What um what 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 have you found? You know, what kind of results do you get when a woman has her orgasm first, and maybe a couple orgasms at night, and then in the morning in the kitchen? What kind of atmosphere is it? Is there any snapping going on? No, oh man, they are they are very angelic, very forgetful. They admire each other's smile, each 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 other's hair, you know, each other's skin. You know, all of a sudden, all the glow is out, just because something good happened the night before. Ooh. All right, all right, all right. I'm trying to keep it together. I know people are like, hey, if you want to call in and get on some of this, 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089, press 1 and raise your hand. I already had uh, two callers on the line, so I'm going to go in reverse. Or Wait a minute. Oh, I still got one more question because I got to get mine in. Frequency, because, you know, in, in, in symptometry, we talk about timing dosage and frequency i want to know the formula i want to know the formula for timing dosage and frequency concerning sexual health that is going to help me cement my relationship and keep me having a healthy body and a healthy happy life can i like what's my what's the frequency once a month once every six months, once a day. What's the? Come on, talk to me. It, it depends. It depends on the. It depends on the gene that the person has. If the person has the gene for kinkiness, you know, that is a, every two days. You know, sometimes twice a day. That's 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 the typical of the gene for kinkiness. You know, and uh, yeah, in, in the kitchen, 
in the bathroom, anywhere, in the car, you know, anywhere. That's the gene for kinkiness. So as far as frequency is concerned, well, that goes completely off the chart, you know. Uh, uh, people, but for as far as gene for multiplicity, multiplicity is concerned, you, I'm, I'm looking at once, once every three days, once every three days. Because don't forget that the man, if if it is coming from the man, if it's coming from the man, uh, you are looking at once every three days. If it's coming from the woman, you are looking at once every week. So a woman who who may have the multiplicity gene, she needs sex less than the man who has it? That, yes, that is correct. That is correct. That is correct. Why would that be correct? I would think that she may need it once a day. If she has the multiplicity gene, why would it be the opposite? No, 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 no. If, if no, if the if the woman if the woman has multiplicity gene, the man also has multiplicity gene. It does not mean that they will have orgasm all the time. Time to build, to build that climax. It takes time to build it, and you've already run out of you've run out of steam. And you need a couple of days to replenish the tank. Now, the woman, you you saying that the woman is going to run out of steam too? I know no, the, the the man is the man who is going to, because the man produces sperm every day. The man produces gotcha. sperm every day. Every day, the man is producing sperm, fresh sperm. But the forces, the forces that are used, that are that are used in the process. The woman will need more time. The woman will need more time. Even though she has the gene for multiplicity, she will need more time to recuperate. Not the man. That's why the frequency for the woman, the interval, the sex, the sex period interval is longer for the woman compared to the man. Wow. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so... I'm so full of information now. I gotta share. I gotta share you with the. I gotta share you with the world right now. Uh, let me go back to the lines. Let me go back and see if Naima first has any questions or has she picked up any um, picked up any G code tonight from from uh, what you've been hearing so far. Naima, have you heard anything that's been helpful for or for you tonight thus far? Yes, I have. I heard a lot that's been helpful for me tonight. I'm gonna have to. I'm in the car right now. I'm gonna have to go back and listen again when I get back home with my pen and pad. So I can write some stuff down. Tell yeah. me one thing. Tell me one thing that just stood out to you that you just got in the forefront of your mind that you're not gonna forget. <laughs> this thing about the multiplicity gene, like I was always. It sort of, like, confirms something that I always thought, because I, I noticed it seemed like as far as fidelity goes, it seems easier for some people than it does for, for others. And I was like, there's no way this is a mistake. Like, this has to be genetic. I believe, like, it's just some people that's predisposed to being with multiple partners. And it sort of makes me, you know, wonder some things about myself also, so. Mm. Okay. Now, now, so, so, Doctor Nardi, if um, if someone is with a person 
and they have this multiplicity gene, and then the other partner doesn't have it, and they just giving them hell every day. Oh, you looking at her? You looking at him? What you want to have sex with her? You want to have sex with him? Yabbity 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 yabbity. This could 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 this lack of knowledge of even knowing about the multiplicity gene, um, could that lead to disharmony in a relationship? That too, that this is automatic. And if the woman, if the woman, if the woman hangs around, she will be the most. She will be. She will be a very very unhappy woman. She will be a very very unhappy woman. She, will, you know, she will age. She will age very fast. Uh, she will make so many mistakes at home and at work. Sometimes when driving, she can even go to the red light without knowing that she went to the red light. You know, and so many mistakes. Just because she is very unhappy, there is something that is troubling her, and she cannot discuss it with anyone because it's a genetic problem. So that means that a lot of people, period, and they've they've been making movies and soap operas and all of this kind of stuff on people's in, infidelity uh, when it comes to, you know, just a person didn't know that their partner was had a disposition for multiple partners. Now, what about if the what what about the woman has the gene and the man doesn't? Well, it's the same thing is also going to is the same thing is going to happen to the uh, to, to to the man, but unfortunately the man is is more violent, is 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 more predisposed to violence than the woman. Uh you know, this that's why you have men, you know, uh, ambushing the boyfriend of the of the woman or the the lover of the woman and killing them and all that, you know it happens all the time. Watch a snap, watch uh, all kinds of documentaries, uh, forty eight hours, things like that. That that is that is what plays out there, you know. It plays out and you see it, you know. So, so if if the woman has the gene for multi, uh, the the multiplicity gene, and the man does not have it. You know, there will be a discord. There will be a disharmony. So, left to me alone, you know, people should be free to walk out of a relationship and just disappear. You know, go to move to Hong Kong, go somewhere. Uh, just, just go, just go, and then don't, don't leave any trace. You see, unfortunately, pe- unfortunately, people get killed because you know the other, pa- the other party or the other partner could not take it. You know, sometimes the woman who does that, not to the man, but to the girlfriend of the man or to the other partner of the man, you know, it goes, goes, uh, goes both ways, you know. So this is why I am a strong proponent to men and women. Don't come in thinking you're going to change somebody, not just by pleading with them or nagging with them, because if it's a genetic disposition, and you're not calling a symptometrist, or you don't have anybody that can change genetic dispositions, then all of your pleas, all of your threats, all of your ultimatums are for naught. Is that correct, Dr. Nardi? I agree 100%. And then, you see, we have to use our freedom. We are, you know, we are free to walk into a relationship, and we are free to get out of a relationship. Wait, 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 wait. What about the... 
What about the wedding vow to death do you part? No, 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 no. We no no no. We are not talking about we are not talking about infidelity. Uh, infidelity where there's a vow. We are talking about the free willing relationship where cheating cheating is involved. If if okay. you are talking if you are talking if you are talking about you know, because when you are talking about the gene for multiplicity and you get yourself involved in a marriage, that marriage is not going to last. That marriage is not going to last. So we are wow. talking about the gene for multiplicity within the confines of, you know, uh, uh, boyfriend-girlfriend uh, relationship. Is there anything that can be done, and I mean with some tometry or whatever, to change the genetic disposition if a person, man or woman, has a genetic disposition of multiplicity, because you have some people saying once a cheater, always a cheater. Is that true? No. First of all, we will sit the person down. You know, I've I've done I've done a few uh, uh, marriage. Uh, uh, I've done a few treatment of marriage situation, and oftentimes it is the man who is who is important, or the woman who is frigid. The sexual, I put, I, put, I put sexual health as number one because everything, um, everything spills from this, uh, uh, this ingredient. Everything spills from this ingredient. <laughs> number one. <laughs> That's right. I, I'm just noticing that. I'm like, you didn't just give me no random list. Like, you didn't mean it wasn't no accident that you put sexual first and then communication third, like you you put sexual health at the top of the list for a reason. That's correct. You know, yeah, I do I, I I've done it I've done it a few times and then um after a few after three months or so I stopped hearing from them and then there is a, there is a wedding or there is a there's a function somewhere and then I see this man and this woman together, and the woman is laughing, and you know, uh, and they, they are giggling. I know why they are giggling, but it's none of my business to ask me that. Hey, what have you been all this time? So long as the thing, so long as it works for them, and they are together, and they are happy, they are giggling, they are holding hands. I've done my job. Okay, okay, okay. So. We gotta let we gotta let we gotta let we gotta let Falona come back on here. I gotta see how she feel about what we're talking about. Let me open up the mic. Three three six four four eight. Your mic is wide open. Come on, talk to us. I know you done heard you some things. Your ears Hello? might be over there burning, and you may have hopefully you've been taking some notes. Give me some feedback. Please turn down your speakers too on your computer. Please turn your speakers down on your computer. And uh, let me know. Uh, some things that have stood out from what you have heard this evening. Um, it, it sounds like a woman's happiness, emotional happiness, is connected to her sexuality. And, oh, I can hear myself. Let me walk away. Um, so I, I got that out of it. And then the... I would say in my the years that I was um 
experiment, and I did kind of find out that some people that di- people have different sex drives, and it sounds like to have a happy relationship, you kind of need to match up with that same frequency of a person. You know, whatever sex genes you have, you need to try to find those same sex genes in your partner or your mate. I agree. That's correct. Yeah, so it's been really helpful. Now, Dr. Nardi, that she she brings up a good point. If if uh if if I'm looking to be in a relationship um with someone and especially if I want to get married, I want to match up with the same genetic disposition. And what is the what is a what is a smart way to go about matching up with someone who has, you know, I'm looking for this genetic disposition, like not just culturally, so I don't go around angry all the time and saying, you know, men are dogs or women ain't nothing or you can't trust them. I don't want to walk around in life not trusting. How do I go about something like that? No, that is very easy, very, very easy. Ionization is the only way. Ionization is the only way. And thank goodness to Dr. Hahnemann, who brought about this, uh, this, this particulars, we will not, we, we, symptomatic will not be where it is today. Ionization is the only way. Look, there are some women, there are some women whose vagina is very tight. This is called vaginismus. Okay? The vagina is very tight, and during penetration, is very, is very, it's very hurt. I mean, it hurts the woman so much that it makes sex very distasteful. There's, there's a particular for vaginismus. Sometimes it is burning in the vagina. Burning, burning, burning. You know, how can, a, how can a woman enjoy intercourse when she's having this problem? She cannot be a match for, for such a man. And who is there to help her? Symptometry. Symptometry. Now, the reverse. What about if the woman has a great sex appetite and the man does not match her sex appetite? Symptometry is there also for the man. The man is not having sustained erection. Symptometry is there also for the man. Everything steals from number one, sexual health. And you'll be surprised. Even your own children will love to see you kiss each other. They love to see you hold hands. They love to see you talk to each other. They love it. When you bring in the children, you know, I have to ask, what... What kind of effect can it have on children long range who don't see their parents interacting in healthy relationships? Well, it 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 it, it goes either way. Either either they 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 repeat their parents uh, they, they repeat their parents' mistakes or become worse. Either they repeat the parents' mistakes and become worse, or they say 
they will do better than their parents. I am one of them. I am doing better than my parents. I have a question. Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Doctor, I want to ask you, um, you guys heard my story about how I've been um, abstinent and then celibate. And, you know, I have a very close relationship with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And it appears to her that her mother has, for the most part of her life, been without anyone. Mm-hmm. So um, so I wonder how that would shape her as a young woman, because she's she's a very beautiful girl. Um, she has a lot going for her. And mm-hmm. I see her. Um, so I don't know if I did the right thing for her, you know, emotional and sexual health. Because even when she was younger, when I would have my experimental times, it would be when she was gone for visit on the weekend, then Mama would just do her thing. So she never really had a chance to see me with anybody. So to her, that it looks like her mm-hmm. mom is like the Iron Maiden or something. But, mm-hmm. you know, you know. so I kind of worry if it kind of puts single mothers in a difficult position because we've all seen the single moms that have different men coming in and out of their homes, and I never wanted to have that um I never wanted her to have that image of of womanhood and womanhood in her mind. So I never I made sure not to give her that because I grew up and I've seen women who were like that and you know, I just didn't want her to think that that was the way to go as a young woman. So but uh, but now as a as an older woman I, I I second guess rather it's the healthiest thing, you know, for her to see me to not be with anybody at all. That is correct. That is correct. This is where this is where, you know, when she sits down, when she sits down, and she has a quiet moment, her moment of reflection, she may start asking, "Is my mom a, is my mom a failure? Is my mom an example to emulate?" You know, my well, okay, in your situation, in your situation, you did you walk away from your marriage or your relationship or your your boyfriend or your husband died. Which is which? Okay, I walked away from my um, boyfriend who promised marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, who's it's her father when mm-hmm. she was less than one years of age. <laughs> and this, that's the only this, known relationship that she has of me. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, I don't know the kind of gene she has. She may be, she she is your child, but. As I, as, I, as I mentioned, the unknown factor. You know, you never know a person until you really know a person. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's your child, but you don't know the kind of gene she has. You don't know whether she has the gene for celibacy. If, if she has the gene for celibacy or the gene for single life, she may end up, whether she, whether she follows your, she emulates your example or not, she may end up as a single woman. She she just prefers to work for herself, make her own money, not rely on any man. And that there are many women who are like that, whether the mom was married or not, whether the mom when was in a relationship or not. There are people who are just like that. So you don't know which way it will go. So please remove the sense of guilt from your life. Okay. Remove the sense of guilt from your life. 
you have done your best as far as educating her is concerned, and then let the rest play themselves. That's it. Thank I wanna, you. Uh, can I get in here just a little bit, too, before you I, – I don't want you to go because we also know that you and her do not have the same astrological chart. That's impossible, right? Right. Where is her Venus? Is Hold on. Is her Venus – in Leo in the tenth house? Um, I can check. The answer is no. I'll help you out. I ain't even know I'm going to Thursday. I'll help you. I I, I will Yeah, I, you're I will, right. Right. It's impossible. You ain't I mean you can go to check just from say, I'm gonna go, go look. But what's the chances? Like one in a billion. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, her her Venus, how she does relationship being in the same position as yours. And that's one of the reasons I love getting to the children, and I'll take an hour and 42 minutes to get to that topic. Because what we see, what we demonstrate because of our emotions or because of our pain or because of our lack of compassion or forgiveness for ourselves or our partner, our children are watching that just like as if they were watching us smoke crack and smoke weed at the dinner table. Yeah. And, and they will pick it up. And so if you study in astrology, you know that your Venus is in the 10th and it's in Leo, then, hey, it's simple. Your Venus, you, you like a boss. Anybody with Venus and Leo, they want to date the football captain. They want to date, you know, the <laughs> HNIC. He got to be, look how she laughing, Dr. Nardin. She, she, she telling you right there, I got it. She wants to date the football <laughs> captain. She don't want to date nobody. Or she doesn't want to date. And ain't nothing wrong with janitors. But it's just she has a propensity for bosses, CEO, head of organization, men of renown who are leaders, men who are have a strong will. That's what turns her on. That's what that's her astrological magnetic spot. Period. And now, but your daughter may have Venus in Gemini. And then you're like, oh, well, wait a minute. You didn't see me in relationships, but here you have all these boyfriends. That's what's going to happen if she got Venus and Gemini. So all of you parents listening tonight, if you ain't studied astrology or if you are studying astrology and you have a child, you want to know what the relationship looks like? You better do two things. You better call Dr. Abbott or Dr. Nardi or Dr. Weinick and start ionizing. And then you can look at the astrological chart. You can do it for free. Go on astro.com or wherever, and find out where their Venus is located, and there's nothing you can do to change their birthday. I just want to repeat that. Dr. Nardi, <laughs> have you ever changed somebody's birthday, Dr. Nardi? No ever... way, no. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you have anything over there in your office or your disposal that you can know how to change somebody's birthday? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> are you, are that you is sure? totally out of my range. Okay, it's totally out of everybody's range, really. You know what I'm saying? It's not happening. So, Dr. Nardi, what's your yes, advice ma'am. for women? Women, what's your advice for women who maybe haven't found a suitable partner and want to, you know, kind of date? Um, what's your advice to them? Do you think it's good for them to um, wait to be in monogamous relationships to have sex? No, or? no, 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 no. I will. You see, with the. Uh, you know, I do the same thing with my daughters. You know, I told, I always tell them, go for it. Get to know the person first. 
get to know the person, see how the person lives, um, visit the person, go to their go to their apartment, go to their house. Are, are they clean people? Are they messy people? Um, do they lie? Are they truthful? Listen, take your time and study the person. Never, never jump into into marriage. Never, never do that. You see, because a vow will be exchanged. And once the vow is exchanged, it's finished. You are locked in. And then to come out now, you, there will be a lot of emotional uh, uproars and disturbances. So please take your time. Get to know each other. You know, date, go to dinners, uh, you know, go to, um, to the amusement park and see how he keeps people and see how mean he is, see how generous he is. All these things will factor into your long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. I will give that advice to my daughter. Thank you very much. Yeah, well. Wait a minute. How old is your daughter? Is she dating already? She no. She's um. She's a little bit like I was a slow starter about dating, kinda. Um. So she's nineteen and she has not dated anybody. Well, she, you know, she hasn't. She had one little boyfriend in tenth grade, but she hasn't dated anybody as of yet. But she wants to. Be in a relationship. She wants to have but the boyfriend give, and give all that. Give her, give her this piece of advice. Give her this piece of advice, and then uh, believe me, you will not regret it. Okay, I will. Wow, wow! Now, I this is big right here. Wait a minute. Let me put a round of applause. She, cause she gonna go tell the night. Dream come true, and the hits just keep on coming. It's awesome, baby. Because, because I want your children to have better than you. As much as I love Doctor Nardi, I want his children to do better than him. That's just the mm-hmm. evolutionary gene in me. I ain't that hating. That's true. That's you true. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He doing real good. He's striving real hard. But I'm pulling for his children. I'm like. Boy, y'all better come on with it because he ain't playing no games. So whatever the turmoil is, he had to heal from that so his children could have better. Whatever the turmoil is, so for you, and one thing I want you to demonstrate to your 19-year-old is forgiveness. I always make jokes and be like, you you know what I'm saying? You mamas, you need to let your children hear, your, hear that headboard slamming up against the wall every now and then so they can know that that's natural, <laughs> so they can see you. So they can see you in the morning all smiles and angelic. If she don't ever see you smiling and angelic after she heard the headboard busting up against the wall, how does she know what to do when that happens to her? She supposed to learn that from you. Because guess what? Yeah. Like Dr. Hardy says, if you don't want to keep soda in the refrigerator, they're going to find soda somewhere else. If you want the integrity of the lesson, then you better teach it. And I ain't saying you better do it because I'm telling you what to do. I'm telling you better do it so you can monitor it like a mother because you're the first scientist. You're the first scientist in the house. <sighs> whether, you're an, whether you're an super excellent scientist practicing symptometry or whether you're a piss poor scientist, a, 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 a scientist popping bare aspirin every day, you <laughs> are the scientist. Whether you got the training or not, it still falls back on you. And... Watch this. I'm going to go in. Dr. Nardi, he's watching me. You also get spiritual points for doing this. You don't get spiritual points for keeping your children in the dark about sexuality. Can I get an amen from somebody? Come on now. 
That is true. I agree. I'm very open with her. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm Uh sorry, but I got to dispute that you are not very open because she don't know what you was doing when she was going on the weekends. (laughs) So don't. You can say you're open. And you can say I'm open. open, But if she don't know. She, she kind of knows. Like, I didn't go into graphic no, details. No, I, I, but only I, I, only over the past year or, or so has it come up to where she has come and asked me questions about it. And, and I would you say, of, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to deep, you know. Well, okay. <laughs> guess what? Guess, guess what? They're going into detail in her at, at her high school and her college and the job she works at, they're going into detail? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Uh, you 39. You ain't ugly. You understand? And you just getting into your sexual peak. So whenever this abstinence goes over, you can believe you're going to come out of the blocks like a 100-yard sprinter. You understand? We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. That, that's, the, that's the hope, you know. But I'm just going to wait until I find someone that's, Matt, you know, suited for who I am. Not just you know sexually and communication wise too. So, so so for, for uh, uh, Philana, um, you know there is somebody somewhere in the world who is looking for somebody like you. Mm, mm. I believe that I do. So I'm just gonna... And the hits just keep on coming. So I, I need to be patient, right? No, exactly. No, you see, get, no. get, you, 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 you never, you never know where. You never know where. You never. I mean, oh. how did I meet my wife? You know, you never know. You never yeah. know. You listen, I, I, I don't listen. Doctor Nardi gave you the formula when I asked him, him and uh, Doctor Abbott. You have to do the same thing before you get married as when you get married. Practice, practice, practice. They didn't say patience, patience, patience. You got to practice, <laughs> practice, practice. Don't we ain't gonna sit up here and let you go get uh, analysis paralysis and then paralyze yourself because you're trying to figure the whole thing out in your head. You got a <laughs> no. master astrologer on the line. You get the date, you get the birth date, and you let somebody else do the synastry chart and and run the numbers. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Because you even lie to yourself. A person with high blood pressure or obesity will lie to themselves. Let somebody else look at your stuff. You don't even see doctors treating themselves in most cases. They go and go get a second opinion from somebody else who's an expert. I plan to do just that. As soon as I have a suitable partner, I'm going to now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to first with my premature uh, amateur abilities analyze it. Then I'm going to seek a professional (laughs) like Kair. I'm going to do it for any boy my daughter brings home first. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Just to know. Oh, well, I'm going to ask, this This is my last question. I'm going to let you go. Are you open to being in a uh, relationship in the year 2015? Um. Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes y- or no? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Thank you, Thank you so much for joining the show tonight. You're welcome. Have a great guy- night, guys. Thank you. Uh, Send me your email, too. I got something I want to send to your uh, daughter as well, uh, because she needs to know something more about uh, balancing relationships. 
Uh, caller from the 813-701. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Thank you for holding. Yes, my name is Cheryl, and I'm calling from Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. You've been holding on for quite a while. Uh, you yes, might have, I have. You might, you might have an earful. Uh, how can we help you tonight? You want to give us some comments, questions, or feedback? What's happening? Well, actually, my ears are ringing now. <laughs> my head is buzzing. But um, um, I originally I had pressed the one because I was saying, yeah, I was I fell into the category of. Um, You're not talking directly I, into the phone. You sound a little muffled. Okay, I was just saying originally when I pressed the button, you were asking about you know what category that we fall into, um, and I don't consider myself the cheating type and you had mentioned something about you know well the person's venus well you know i'm 73 1963 so i don't know what my venus is but i do feel that it's about communication as far as i am concerned and keeping communication open i know the doctor mentioned the four points but i had a question uh when he mentioned those four my question is what about spirit does he look at that? Do you look at that, Doctor Narky, or or that's or is that another program? No, um, um, spirit. Uh, I did not. I did not. I did not mention spirit because, you know, we live in the material world and where people misconstrue spirits to mean other things like voodoo, all kinds of nonsense, you know. But oh no, that's not. Yeah, exactly. You see, I, I'm looking at when when I'm talk when I'm talking about magnetic magnetic spot. Magnetic spot alone that encompasses all the forces, the force of attraction, and everything. Okay. Everything is there. Everything okay. is there. You know what keeps you glued to one person, even when that person is at work, you are still thinking about him or her. Even when you are driving, you are still. What is that? There is a force. So you know. So everything is in spirituality, but I did not have to mention it because you know that would have been. Oh, I mean, going overboard, you know. Okay, okay, um, yeah. I think the well, I feel the program is is a good program. Um, I think it's, uh, I feel it's it's one that needs to be. But uh, a comment, that, one comment that I do have in terms of people saying someone cheated on me or whatever the case may be. I'm a little older. Uh, I have a different perspective, but I just feel that. Um, when you're when a person is single, if you haven't, like one lady mentioned before, I think two ladies mentioned this before, and I kind of agree with them on this one. Um, if you haven't sat down and had that conversation about being um, uh, having a monogamous type, whatever relationship it is you're expecting, if you have not had that conversation, that man, I'm talking about man and a woman conversation then you can pretty much uh, expect anything in that relationship and not to, and I think it has to do with boundaries too, um, and and defining your own personal boundaries so that um, you won't let yourself go to a certain side because you do have to talk to people. You do have to ask those questions before you, me personally, before I even get into marriage conversation. I'm always asking questions. I'm, you know, looking. Maybe I'm looking too much, 
But, um, you know, I, I just feel that you need to ask as many questions as possible, get to know that person, look at all aspects. Um, if they, because I, this is my personal opinion, if they aren't honoring the words that come out of their own mouths, they'll never honor me. That's just my, that's how mm-hmm. I personally feel. Mm-hmm. So um, it takes a lot to know your own truth and, and what you like and what you don't like. That's correct. And, that's, that's right, and, yes. and I just feel that, you know, I'm a woman and <laughs> um, and a lot of my, one of my married friends will say, oh, you know, you, you uh, I don't know who you're looking for, but I'm looking for, you know, that person doesn't exist. And I'm saying, well, if I exist, then they have to exist. That's correct. That's it. That's it. Yes. I'm, I'm not a fluke phenomenon. I mean, I, I'm a human being, and and I feel a certain way, and and I just know that if I can feel this way, I know there's someone else that feels that way too. And when it all came down to it, he was actually a cheater. He was married, and he had been with over like 189 women. He said he stopped counting in 1999. I'm saying, oh, my gosh. So all I, and when I observed that, I was like, well, you know, there has to be some level of communication in any kind of relationship and having set boundaries. And I've always kind of knew kind of what my boundaries were. And hold on one second. Hold, hold, on, hold on one second. Everybody, we're going to go to the after party. we got 30 seconds to call in if you're listening on the computer. Stay on the line if you're on the, if you're on the computer. Uh, 60 seconds is going to close out on the computer, but we're still going to be, as long as you're on the phone, we're good. So everyone, please call in who's listening via the Internet, 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. Everyone, please call in. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. Yeah, and then I just came to the realization that, you know, look, you know, I fix houses. I don't fix people. So I cannot, I'm not, I, you can't change a person. And it's not like I can go and, and wash a tiger and wash his stripes out. You know, like the doctor was saying, some things are just genetic. That's just who they are. So I just have to accept the person as they are and how much I may like them and, and they may be a wonderful person. I have to really look inside and know me and just say, you know what, I'm just really not going to be happy with that person and how they, what they do and how they behave. And, and it saves a lot of heartache. That's just my personal, you know, that's how I do things. But um, I just, you know, there, I just believe that there's just someone out there. But, yeah, I do agree, ladies, that we're talking, you know, just, there has to be some level of communication there. Um and just to keep that open and just have that dialogue. And if it means, like she said, redefining that relationship and walking away, I want to be able to have that option, you know, um, because I'm not going to do someone else that way. I'm not going to say, yeah, we're going to be monogamous, and then I'm with 10 other men, and he's expecting me to be just to be with him. I'm not going to do that. And I don't expect that either. So if his heart changes or something changes, you know, there's some women that want to be in a relationship like that. You don't want to be with, you know, a man that has 10 other women. I personally don't. Thank you. Well, 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 well. Uh, you know I had to pull your chart up while you was over there chopping it up. Oh, you, did say, 
You did say seven three. You said seven three sixty three, right? Yes, sir. Right. Well, yes. You like a lot of communication. Your man has to be intelligence. You're looking for intelligence in a relationship. Wit. You are sapiosexual. That means you get turned on by a man's mind first. You know where everybody's not like that. You have Venus in Gemini, so you can just go to Google and type in Venus in Gemini, and you have tons of things that you need to communicate to the partner that you're interested in. Women, I'm giving you something so fire right here, and men, find out where your Venus is at, and when you sit down and start talking to them, just tell them about your Venus. If they stay longer than 10 minutes, you got something. If he get (laughs) up and walk out, if he get up and walk out, because Venus in Gemini is just like your phone number and just like your social security number. It's been with you longer than your phone number and your social security number, and it does influence how you do relationships. It doesn't dictate, but it does influence, and it will also explain to you some secrets that you got that me and you're not going to talk about on the air right now about some ways that you feel about relationships, and you won't start, you won't keep punishing yourself for feeling the way that you feel. Because people who have Gem- Venus and Gemini feel differently than people and women who always are badgering people about being in a monogamous relationship. And that's the only way you can have a successful relationship is to be in a monogamous relationship. That is bull crap. All birthdays are the same. No, All fingerprints are the same. So don't let somebody sit there and beat you up and say, open relationship is the way. And monogamous is the way. Say, when is your birthday? Let's look at this map. You can't dial 911 and call Dr. Nardi. You can't dial 411 and get me. You got to dial the right number to get the right thing. So I don't want people just sitting around trying to get lucky. When you have an issue, you go see an expert. And then you get the solution. That's why I got Dr. Nardi on here. I'm a great relationships coach, I feel. I knew nothing about cementing relationships. I'm writing on little blue stickies at my house right now, and they'll be transferred over into other notes, and I will be incorporating this into what I coach single women, single men, married and mar- married men and women. I'll be incorporating this immediately. So don't be the know-it-all and be able to take on new information. The man took time out of his night to come and share new information with us. I hope everybody was taking notes. I hope everybody went back and goes back and downloads the show and shares it with a friend. If you think that he cheated, that's a good thing. You ask the person when you're sitting at the table with him, right in the interview, have you ever cheated? You ever been cheated on? Or um, do you know anything about cheating? And then say, hey, let's listen to the show together. Let me send you something to check this out. And And let somebody else do some of the heavy lifting for you instead of keep trying to use trial and error. See, I I don't want you using trial and error anymore. I want you to use trial and measure. That's what Dr. Nardi is telling you, trial and measure. Dr. Nardi had an issue with his eye one time, last time I seen him in Greensboro, and he said he had to measure it on himself. He didn't want to keep making no mistakes, but he had to measure it. Relationships is your relationship health. You must measure it because you've been here over 40 years. So some things you know that you don't have to keep experimenting with. Now, if you'd like for us to go over your astrological chart, 
send me a note. Go over to coachkastrology.info, and we'll get into some things here that are very, very, very exciting that you have going on. And it, and it, and you have a really easy th- way to go, but you need to stop worrying about what other people think and what they're going to say about your relationships. Because yours is so unique. What you're going to get into that's going to work for you is that you can't be looking at what everybody else is saying. That's a big problem, too. A lot of people people are cheating or whatever, or they think they're cheating or, or being uh, practicing infidelity because they think something else is going on that is really not. They ain't got their facts together. That's why this show is not, not one time have we said nobody's opinion. We're dealing in the facts. So I am super happy that you called in tonight. I want you to have super fabulous relationships. You do need a strategy, though, because with that cancer sun, north node in cancer, and then you got Mercury and Venus in Gemini, you always talking about relationships. I could do a show 20 minutes from now, start all over, and do another show on relationships, and you'll tune right back in. That's just you. That's just who you are. But every woman ain't like you. And it takes a special type of man that you can match up with. So I'm, I'm even quickly. I'm gonna look for your Aries man, look for your Virgo man, and then of course some. And maybe if you want to get a Cancer man, but you got to make sure he doesn't have Saturn in Cancer or nothing like that. But we'll talk about that later. All right. I hope this was helpful for you. Was this helpful? It was very helpful. Very interesting. Very helpful. I won't say how do you know that, but you've been doing that. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Right. right. All you got to do is when when I'm in your website. Yes, coachkastrology.info. Coachkastrology.info. And just put your information in the side and be like, I heard you on the radio. We just got finished talking. I want to hear about my relationships. Because sometimes people don't want to hear all the other. They just want to know, yo, who's the right one for me and let me move it like that. Now, we're not going to turn the show into an astrological show. Those other people who just raised their hand. No, no, I ain't talking to you. But a bunch of hands just went up and thought I was going to do some readings tonight. No, we're not doing that. We're talking about cheating and infidelity. So thank you so much, Cheryl from Tampa. I um, appreciate you, and I look forward to talking to you. Okay, thank you. It's awesome, baby. Caller from the two zero six seven one four. Your mic is still open. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, hi. This is Marche calling from Seattle. Marche. Hello, Kair. Hello, Doctor Narte and Doctor Abbott. <laughs> Which Marche is it? From Seattle. Marche from Seattle. Yes, from Seattle, Washington. Is that you? Yes, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everybody. Um, hello, hello, so, hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, So, um, I have two questions. My first question is about masturbation. Um, if from what I understand you're saying, if you masturbate, it can cause atrophy, shrinking of the nerves. Um, is it better to not do that at all and wait for a sexual partner? Or is the abstinence of having sex just creates the same result as if whether you're masturbating or not? Does, does that make sense? If a person... 
Yeah, because um, the, the the downside, the downside about masturbation is, you know, the rule is being broken. It should be a two-way. It should be a two-way. You know, there must be a, an exchange medium. You know, mm-hmm. uh, forces are being released. And don't play with forces. Forces brought us into this world. It is the forces that made the cells to divide. So now you see why there is atrophy of the, of the clitoris because exchange was not taking place and the forces were being wasted. And you have to pay a hefty price for wasting forces from your own cells. Mm. So if you're single... Don't touch it. Let somebody else. Let somebody else do it. I mean, <laughs> that, that is that is that is what I would suggest. That is what I would okay. suggest. That is what okay. I would suggest. Yeah, well, but okay. don't 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 oh, waste don't awesome, waste the force. baby. <laughs> okay. Um, and then my second question was about um the genes. I know you mentioned that you know someone could have a gene for kinkiness or for marriage or being single or for multiplicity. How do you know which gene you have or or that someone would have? Well, you you never know. This is this is why this is why the creator made this world so interesting. You will never know. So keep practicing, keep exposing yourself and then the truth will come out. You know, truth doesn't come when you are hiding. Truth always comes when you are interacting with others. Okay, so it's on a need-to-know basis. Yes. So, okay. what kind of what kind of gene do you have? What kind of gene don't you have? You will never know until you start interacting with others. Okay. Um, for you, Kair, um, just FYI, I am Venus. My Venus is in Taurus, and my Taurus is in the seventh house. I am. Gemini Sun, Gemini Moon, and Scorpio Rising. Mm, well, we have to go over and double check the rising sign, but I'll just go with okay. the Venus. I just go with the Venus and Taurus. That means yeah. that you bring you bring value to relationships. You like giving your partner nice gifts, and you like receiving nice gifts. You also like going out to a nice restaurant, and it makes sense that you're asking about. Uh, the masturbation question because sex in a relationship is very important. That's a Taurus quality. We want to know like the food needs to be good and the sex mm-hmm. needs to be good. We need we want both of those. We want to go out to a nice restaurant. We want to be looking good. You like to um when you go out, you like for your man to touch you and feel nice clothing, and you like to touch him and feel fine things. You have that expensive taste in a relationship. But it's more on value, not necessarily impressing you with money. Shows like if he has integrity and he got a jaguar, that's great. But if he's if if he's honest and he brings a lot of value to the table, he could be riding the bus. And but if he treats mm-hmm. you like a million bucks, it's game mm-hmm. time. You're like, oh, I'm in. That's what you are because and and Taurus is a earth sign. So in my research and what I've seen. Not many Taurus, people who have uh, Venus and Taurus don't normally um, uh, want to even have that desire to be around, uh, you know, be with a whole lot of people. Because the Taurus moves slow. 
and they like their own personal space, and they're and they're very right. peculiar about who they got in their personal space. And so once you find something valuable, that's like a gold bar. You're not giving a gold bar away. You see what I'm saying? And you and and men want to lock you down too because since you probably know how to cook, the sex is good, and you bring value to their life, they don't want to go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you got the reliance and then you got the communication and the magnetic spot, you know, it's 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 a win-win uh, scenario. But I'd like to look more. We got to rectify your uh, ascendant to make sure you got the rising sign is correct. And then I like to okay. you. I know you're really big into spirituality, which is the magnetic spot. So we would also want right. to look at your north node position and see what is what is your spiritual destiny looking like. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of other factors going on. But yes, I really. I mean, plus I know your energy anyway. So you know right. you you really you really grounded in how you want to be in relationships. But that's a that is a big thing to you. Absolutely. You you got me right on. I'm going to definitely call you for a consultation then. Thank you. Yay. Yay. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much you for coming. Thank you. Thank My you. Pleasure. This is a dream come true. All right. Next caller from the 786-262. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Caller from the 786 786- Two six two. Your mic is wide open. Hello. One more time. Caller from the seven eight six two six two. Going once. Going twice. All right. Next caller from the three three six three two four. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name? Where you calling from, please? My uh, name is Willie Greensboro, North Carolina. What's happening? What's happening, brother Willie? How you feeling tonight? Oh, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. Uh, I kind of got in on the conversation, uh, the show late here, coming from work. But uh, I, I was I was listening to a lot of things, and I was going to comment on me as myself. I have had to learn uh, a lot about myself as far as cheating because I have this last year has been the only year. And the only time I've actually been faithful. And I've cheated the whole time, I'm talking about from high school to all the way until the last year. I have cheated. And um, what made me or what, what I realized, I guess it comes with age as well and becoming a man, what I had to realize was um, when, you, when you actually find someone that fits for you, and, it, and what I mean fit, I mean physically, mentally, your schedule, um, all of it. Sexually fitting, serious that way, that too. Um, it becomes easier for you not to cheat or not to even want to cheat because also finding someone that adores you. When, someone, when, you, when you find somebody that adores you and loves you and cares, because all three of those are different, when you find something like that, it's easier to say no because you don't want to lose that person because you actually found out that this person fits for you. You know what I mean? So that's all. I mean, that's really much uh, what I was wanting to say um, about everything, you know, just listening at the end uh, about the cheating part. Just, you know, I, it's, 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 it's been a journey for me. And 
I never thought that I would even be able to not cheat. But once I, like I said, once I found the person that fit for me, you know, what I mean by that, just before I get off, what I meant by just a little small thing, see, I have a 22-year-old child, and someone has a 6-year-old or an 8-year-old or even a 3-year-old child. For me, that didn't fit because our schedules didn't fit, and especially if you got somebody working at night and you work during the day. I mean, it just didn't fit. And those are just small things, but they're also big things as well. But um, just those things right there, little, you know, finding someone that fits for me and, and adores me and, and care for me, and it, it just really became like, oh, this person is worth not giving myself away to someone that can come in and destroy, seek and destroy. Because once you, I had to realize that once I cheated, I gave all my power away to the person who I cheated to, with, with them in my relationship. So that's about all I was wanting to say. Dr. Nardi, he brought up a good point about the fact that somebody adores you. Can you talk about the adoration piece? <laughs> well, uh, that, that 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 is a loaded that is a loaded word. That is a loaded word. That is okay, but. We are just we are just doing our best. We are just doing our best, and uh, you know, I I guess I just appreciate the fact that uh, uh, there there are people out there who appreciate the truth, and uh, once the truth is said, is 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 mentioned, is discussed in a very respectful manner. That is what matters to me. That is what matters to me. So you are free to take away uh, uh, whatever you want out of this presentation or out of the way or out of the style. But uh, I still appreciate um, I still, I still appreciate your, your forthrightness. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I know, hey, that's what I'm talking about. I knew I was going to get somebody to come on here and be totally 100% honest. This is a dream come true. <laughs> It's awesome, baby. See, 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 see. That's why, Dr. Nardi, you say you come on this show because I have an intelligent audience who's not afraid to tell the truth. Because it's a man on here listening that feel the same way, and they be like, "Man, I've been, I, I, I ain't been faithful since I've been out of high school either." But they didn't want to, <laughs> they didn't want to press one and raise their hand. You see what I'm saying? And so, for me. I just really, you know, I just really applaud that big brother, you know what I'm saying, to say that, you know, to even make that announcement to the world, you know, that that particular oh, yeah. part of you, you know, is is uh, changing and evolving and that the ladies can hear it. The women can hear it, too. What was I, I need you to give me one thing, one thing that your lady did that made you know that she adored you. I need you to tell me at least one thing. What did she do? One thing that made you know that she adored you, that you just want to start shutting the door on other females? Honesty. She was truly honest. And, I, and I've known people that, you know, claim it was honest, but she was truly honest with me with everything, you know. She was truly honest with me. 
Wow. And, and I, I, I know lies because I told them all the time, you know. <laughs> so, and, and, and I know a liar. I know a liar real good because I, 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 I looked at one for a long time and, and, and dealt with it every day. So I, could, I, I, I felt the honesty. And I, and then it, just, it wasn't just a feel. It was that I knew. And when you know, that's a different thing. I could, go, I could tell you a couple things that she did, but you want one, and one was honesty. Honesty, she was. And, and, that, and that covers the whole lot with, with, with that right there. She was, it was truly honest, you know. It was and truly, the hits uh, just I, keep I, on coming. It's awesome, baby! Man, you know, you know, you know, found a, you done found a unicorn. I know somebody gonna get on me. They be like, "What you mean he found a unicorn? You trying to say women ain't honest?" I didn't say that. All I said was he found a unicorn. You ain't getting ready to get me out there. I didn't say nothing. Did I, Doctor Nardi? I didn't say anything. All I said was he found a unicorn. That's all I can say. I'm not saying yeah. nothing else. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, big brother. It was I appreciate that. That's all. Yeah. Say what? Right, what? I said, I said, it was, she was, she didn't try to hide anything. You know, she didn't try to hide anything. Either if I liked it or if I didn't like it, it was it was put out there. And um, another friend of mine, when we were talking the other day, and I think you, you had to have created a safe space for her. So all you men, create a safe space for your woman so she can not hide things, and then you don't shame her. Too many men out here will shame a woman, and then that woman will go out there and she will break a vow or she'd go out and do something on the spur of the moment because you shamed her. You got to have people skills. And like he said, he knew he was honest about himself. And so he didn't shame this person for this person being 100 and being real with them. So that's a big thing for you men out here listening to this show tonight is stop trying to shame a woman like you ain't never done nothing. What Jesus said, he without sin cast the first stone. You see what I'm saying? So if she comes to you with that honesty, then you need to make sure that you are being in an honest place that you can hold for her, too. So, That's all right. right. Absolutely. All, all right, right, big brother. I appreciate you. I'll talk to all you. All right, soon. man. Have a good night. Oh, yeah. I'm listening, right. though. Right. It's awesome, baby. Thanks, caller, for the night. Caller from the 713-444. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, Coach Tyere. My name is Lisa, Dr. Naughty and Dr. Abbott. Good evening. Good evening, Lisa. Good evening. I Good have evening. pushed my button and taken it off and pushed it back and taken it off. But this <laughs> show is awesome, baby. <laughs> I had to call in because I am a hairstylist, and this last man, I have to totally agree with him. I'm going to strike up some debates here because I just feel with a lot of the infidelity and the cheating or whatever we may call it, I kind of take responsibility as far as women, 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 women. We have to truly identify with who we are. We've lost the very essence of who we are. And I believe so many women being behind this styling chair for 17 years, I've seen them all. And all of them have the same bond and that same, uh, that silent suffering, the emotional scars. And they're so much, they're so in love with the idea of being in, being married to where they lose focus on what it takes to be 
married and becoming a wife when a man finds you. You know, it's not in our hair. You know, they come in every week depending on what guy they meet. They want a different style. So these guys are meeting your representative. They're never mm. meeting who you really are. So once you get in a close, intimate relationship and months go on, they start meeting the real you. And a lot of times they feel like they've been taken. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. you're this lease car that they're saying, no, I don't want to purchase it when the lease is up. They didn't drove you. They didn't been in your trunk under your hood. They didn't took you out of town everywhere else. But in, in at the end of the day, they don't want to wife you. You know, and then when it comes to all the infidelity, if women held, if we hold some value to ourselves and realize that we're not what's between our legs, that's a bonus. But a man truly discovering and knowing who you are as a woman, you know, that's the great value. When I met my husband, my key goal was what can I do to add to his life? What can I do to make his life better? Because in my belief, I was taught that the woman was created for the man, not him for us. So when he get us, we're like a burden because we want him to validate us and fulfill all these needs that we have from the emotional scars of growing up in fatherless homes. Forgetting that a lot of these men, the men we meet, they don't have, they grew up without fathers also. So a lot of them don't know how to be a man to us. You know, and Mm -hmm. my goal was working with my husband, finding ways that I can please him, cooking, you know, even with his health issues. I found centometry. You know, if everything is about him and every turn, there's nothing that I can't want for. And I was like the other lady, celibate for a long time, nine years, you know, but my goal was to contain myself because I felt I was a diamond. You know, and I wasn't going to give my diamond to anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I met my husband, you know, from there, it's just, it's been a beautiful marriage. Do we have issues? Of course. But it's nothing that would run either of us toward a divorce. He don't club. He don't hang out with a bunch of friends. I'm his best friend. We talk about everything. But That's I excellent. just believe. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I really believe it's, it's all stemming also from his backbone, which is me. You know, I am that, that part of his backbone that helped push and birth him into the things he desired to do in life. And it's not about him fulfilling me. In return, I get all the love from him that I've ever exactly. desired from my husband. Exactly. Yes. So I just want to say that to some of the women and also... That, you know, I think the other lady, was her name, what was her name, Felice, Coach Kyrie? Felona. Felona, I'm sorry. And I was like her, but I, I also had to realize I was the common denominator in a lot of those relationships, you know. So I had to begin to discover me. Who am I? What do I want in life? You know, what do I expect for myself? You know, and a lot of the waiting also was fear, you know, Fear of the disappointment of a relationship not working, feeling that I wouldn't wouldn't be enough, you know, and all of these things. So I just wanted to encourage the women to discover who you are as a woman. Know what you want, you know, and learn how to, if you want to be a wife, learn what a wife is and, 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 and turn yourself into that. So when a man meets you, you're a wife already. It's not at the altar. You have the wife qualities before 
This is a dream come true. It's awesome, baby! And the hits just keep on coming. Wow, that's cool. I had to give her everything. She said, she said, she drop said, the mic. You, she dropped the mic. That's dropped the mic yeah. right there. She said, she said, she, she said, yo, <laughs> when you meet your husband, Dr. Nora, she said, when you meet your husband, you already a wife. She said, not at the altar. Whoa. Ooh. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Um, left, left to me alone. This is this is added added value to to to, to the conversation. That is excellent. Absolutely. And I have a question, Doctor Norty. <laughs> yes. We're all grown and we have conversations. Like I said, I am I am so into pleasing my husband. And another thing I think with women, they don't they can't really be intimate with their with their mates because. They don't have sex to truly please and be intimate. They do it because a lot of women feel, I'm going to put it on him. I'm going to lock him in. I'm going to do this, and it's going to keep him not realizing that just like looks, sex will attract them, but it won't keep them because there's a lot of holes everywhere. It's a lot of beautiful women everywhere. But with me and my husband, our chemistry is so deep. I can be pleasing him in ways, and he don't have to touch me. And when he reach his peak, I reach mine too. So what is that? Yeah. Other than being deep. <laughs> no, no I, 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 I was, I, I was just listening to the trend of 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 a discussion, and I lost the question. What was the question? Oh, when we're um, intimate, just say I'm pleasing him in in a way. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he don't have to touch me or anything. But when he climax reach his peak, I climax also, and he's not no nothing is touching me or anything. No, but this this is this is the interplay of the forces, you know. And uh, I, one thing one thing I've observed is when both of you love each other deeply and intimately, believe me, many things happen. And when things happen like this, the unknown is blown wide open. Mm-hmm. I don't see I don't see what will separate the two of you. I don't I personally don't see it either in the either in the near future or in the distant future. You are locked together at the hip and the cement is so strong that uh you are standing on on sound footing. Mm-hmm. You are st- you are standing on st- sound footing. All I do is I wish you the best. I wish you the best and continue. Okay. I'm going to give you just a little bit too because now you're getting into my field, the sacred sexuality where the energy is at this particular point where you are bringing a woman to orgasm without even touching her, without even having penetration and that the cosmic bond is so real, the one word that really describes it is magic. See, that's y'all in the y'all in the core. Y'all in the core of what magic is all about. The next time this happens, I want you to bring to the forefront of your mind what your man really needs and wants. Something that he ain't got already. Something that he expressed to you and said, this would be nice if we had this. Something that he's been trying to do or trying to attain. When you feel that magical energy around, that's like the universe asking you, what is it that you want? What is it that you want? 
and I and is mm-hmm. and, and you have every right, every right, because it took a lot of work to get there. You you had to go mm-hmm. through a bunch mm-hmm. of broken relationships. You had to go through the uh, the the long term term of celibacy. Lord have mercy and bless your heart. And then you had to go through, you know, going out going out with your man. And then y'all have had to have had a regular friction sex for a long time, even before y'all could get to this point of the cream rising to the top. So you deserve it, like Dr. Nardi says. You like you want a power cup. Y'all supposed to be sitting on a million dollars up under the mattress. You supposed to have a million in the bank and a million up under the mattress. All in hundreds. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. think about think about that the next time next time that happens. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you like Sonata used to tell us, after the show is over, go on go on home and make love tonight. Go on home if you got all permission from everybody on the show and you just go you said we all grown, it ain't gonna bother none of us for you to go home tonight or go ahead over to your honey and give him that look. Got the naughty. Is it okay? Is go ahead and show him that magnetic spot tonight. Yes, yes. This, this, this one, this one I'm saying is the magnetic is the magnetic spot that makes her even to, to uh, that makes her to come even when she if when there is no pen, when there is no penetration. The magnetic spot is strong. It is shining. You know, it is glowing even in the dark, and that is excellent. Right. Mm. Yeah, I waited long enough, and I believe what I should have had. But I mean, I could have still he he still could have come into my life, and had I not. But you see, Lisa, 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 I don't know whether you were listening. I, I was telling, I was telling Falani that she is single and all that. She 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 should not worry. There is somebody somewhere in this world who is looking for somebody like her. I told her exactly. this. Exactly. There is always, you look, we, we, all have, we all have our loved one, but we don't know where he or she is. This is how this world was made. It was built on the unknown, and it continue to spin on the unknown, to rotate on the unknown. Right. And then so some of us wait to, I'm sorry. No, so that, sorry. So that when, when you meet when you meet the person, the right person, believe me, you'll be overjoyed. Yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you will. So many, so many times women waste their time on a false reality. You know, they can meet guys and they know what they see, but because they're, because they're going according to their own uh, desires based on reality, they find themselves But Lisa, Lisa, please. Lisa, I said it earlier. Don't blame them. It's the kind of gene that is driving them to behave in that manner. It's the kind of gene that is driving them to behave in that manner. As a hairdresser, you see all kinds. You see the whole spectrum of humanity in your your salon. Okay? You've seen all kinds. And you are you agree with me that some of them are so superficial. Some of them are so superficial. What 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 do they want in want in a man? Well, they want a flashy car. They want a man to shower mm-hmm. them with gifts. Things like mm-hmm. that is superficiality. Mm-hmm. You see, what are you bringing to the relationship? Exactly. What are you bringing? 
trouble, if it is trouble that you are bringing, then there are many <laughs> women who can bring trouble. That's true. So thank you, Lisa, okay? Thank you. Yes, honey child. Thank you so much. You don't even I I can't even tell her she need no astrology reading. She doing the right thing. She already I ain't gonna say she don't need no help from me. Not on that right there. She might want to know about some money or something, but Lisa, don't call me about no relationship. You good. I might call you. I got your number right here. I might I might hit you up. You know what I'm saying? If you wanna know about what, what you wanna know where the money is at for your man, I might give you fifteen minutes on the house. I'm just so proud of that joker. What's his name? I gotta give him a shout out. What's your go and give your man a shout out? His name William. William! It's awesome, baby! All right. Dr. Naughty is so on point, too, because we got together. He, My husband didn't have a lot, you know, but together we have, we just bought our own home, five bedrooms, and I mean, we That's good. That's good. It's awesome, baby! And we really didn't have a lot at all living in the in some subsidized apartments, and now we're in Houston. We have our own home. That's you know, good. he's making really good money, and it's just the power of, you know, love coming together. You that know? is it. That Lisa, is it. Lisa, 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 wait, wait, wait. How long you been doing some time with you? What, 10, 15 years? This, how long did it take? 10, 15 years? No, two months. <laughs> what? Just two months I've been with Dr. Norte. <laughs> And and yeah. and y'all done got a new crib and y'all out of subsidized housing. What? Oh yeah, we we've done a lot in this six years. We've done a lot. What, what particular is that, Doctor Nardi? You got to get a new house particulate. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't even have one next month. <laughs> You see, uh, one thing, one thing, one thing I've observed is, you know, uh, there are people who have been looking for symptometry, but they just did not know where it was and where right. they could find it. So, you know, when they heard the name, it resonated with them right away. That is what I have been looking for. You see, yeah. with people with people like this, you know, you don't need any convincing, you don't need any seminar, you don't need any roundtable conference. No. Mhm. You know, there is the right match is already there, so you don't have to struggle. Here is a woman who bought all the books of symptometry, and even before she had a consultation, she already knew about this, about that. So, so she already done the groundwork. With the husband, they want that the ground work. Wow, she came in, got dedicated, said, "Look, this is what we're gonna do." And now that's what I'm saying. She's the incubator, man. You y'all better pay, be paying attention, man, to this one right here. Y'all better be paying attention because she's showing y'all the game. It's really simple. Just follow her, Lisa. When your book coming out? You need to come on in here and get that book out. I'm ready to do a women's group coach, Kair, so I may have you to come on sometime. It's called Discovering the Woman in Me. And I I researched that and discover was the key word, and that's finding something new. And a lot of us, we we grow up and we live in, you know, false 
facade or outside of reality, even with centometry, is just helping me understand now the genes that some people may have. So that'll help me also. But that's the that's the key issue with women. We don't really know who we are. We don't know that's our true. person. That's true. That's so true. therefore, we we you know going through life blind. And if you fall off a cliff because you can't see, I mean, it's like. Who is there really to blame, you know? So I'm just trying to assist women, open up some eyes, and we can discover who we are and change lives, you know, one at a time. You know, women, everyone is birthed to us. Every child is raised pretty much by a woman. So we are the nurturers, and, you know, we really do help shape this world. And if we're out of order, you know, what is really happening to our world? Relationships, everything, you know? So that's my goal, you know? To get my that's an, to get that, that's an excellent goal. That's excellent. And help, help my sisters. So yeah. And, and I want you to get rich too. Don't I'm putting that. I'm, I'm putting the money in there too. Get rich. Go. Why you doing it? Ain't nothing wrong with you getting paid and having your birthright. You understand? You worth billions and billions of dollars in diamonds and gold. Your man is too. And there ain't nothing wrong with you having it. This is not no poverty stricken show. I want everybody to understand that when you get your spiritual points. You get in the ideal relationship, you pull the cement, the mega force is going to see that, and you will be rewarded for your hard work. Point blank, period. Wow. Point blank, period. Like, you can't just, you can't work out here and not get paid. It, it, it don't work like that. So if you're doing spiritual work, then it's going to give you the blessings that you've been asking for in your spirit. You wanted a big five-bedroom wow. house. You wanted to be able to be in front of women and talk to them and get it done. So that is why it's happening in your life because you are a result of making it happen. You ain't sitting on the pot, you know what I'm saying? You getting it done. You ain't suffering from no constipation. You know, you got everything moving. So I just, you know, am supremely, supremely proud of you for your accomplishments. And I'm coming to Houston soon, too, so I need you to – Touch bases with me so I can tell you what I got planned because I got some other people down there I want you to get in contact with to put y'all little power squad together down there before I even get there. Okay. Okay. All right. So do you have my All right. do, uh, do you have my contact information? Yes, I do. Okay. Give me a call tomorrow in the afternoon at your leisure, please. Okay, thank you very much. Good night, Dr. Norte. All right, Dr. good night. Thank you, Lisa. Good night. Thank, thank you. you all. Thank all right, peace. This is a dream come true. Woo-wee. That's what I'm talking about, right? Doc, I got to give you a round of applause. It's awesome, baby. Okay, everybody, if you want that five-bedroom house particulate, you need to call 708-691-4977. Somebody texted me tonight, and they was like, so how's you working for you? I, don't worry about how it's working for me. You better call and get that five-bedroom particulate. That's what you need right there. Like, <laughs> she, she said, I got my man making more money. Listen, she said, my man... Dr. Abbott, did, was you listening? Can you help me out? I've been over here. I've been over she, here listening. I heard. What, what a five-bedroom party. I mean, that's, that that's what you synchronicity right there. That must be. That synchronicity. I know what that is. That's Dr. Nardi. And she's enthusiastic. I mean, oh. the, 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 she was she was happy to to accommodate her man, to, to, to see him 
to, to be proud of them. You know, that's that's really outstanding. Dr. Nardi, I know, you know, we always upgrading things every day, but I'm just going to and and doc and um I was going over my I Ching reading late last night, early this morning, and one of the things I want to propose that we add to the cementing relationship. I just want to add this in there, even though it might come up on the magnetic spot. I'm, I want to nominate the three-letter word of joy. If you can put joy in there, because I feel that if I got the sexual help, if I got the reliance, the communication, the magnetic spot, and she, and the joy is on there, I think it's gonna be hard for me to have a case of infidelity, Dr. Nardi. That's how I feel personally. I think I think I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, joy joy will be a, a fitting addition. Joy will be a fitting addition. Yes. Yes, 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 you gotta have joy. I got that from Dr. Abbott. Now he he inspired it. I may have just put the word in, but that's how we work. That's a triangle offense. That's how we all teamwork makes the dream work. So Yes, 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 yes. Okay, um, tonight's show. Come on, Doctor um, Dr. Abbott, you first. What do you think about the show tonight? Did we put enough rocket fuel on it, Doctor Abbott? Oh, absolutely. We we were out there in orbit doing some fantastic things because you know everybody that came on the show tonight experiences, and then you know the resolutions that came about in, in the way that people have grown. You know, are looking forward to taking that next step to to you know actualize in their hearts because ultimately it's 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 this love dance you know it's really a love dance and for everybody whether the whether it's someone who's a multiple or or a word that I like to use a, a serial monogamous or whatever it's really coming down to you know being happy and satisfied with someone and and, and living out that, that that dream of you know just harmony, having harmony, and you know, going through this process together. So tonight was definitely a classic. This is an instant classic right here, Coach. <laughs> you know, so you might as well go ahead on and, and post this one up there, and um, I'm sure it'll be quite a few downloads on it. And um, it, it was it's truly a, a very very enlightening uh, show tonight. Oh, I'm very, about very to go. I'm about to go directly. I'm about to go directly to download this and start making some sound bites. Like I got to, oh, make, yeah. I got to make some sound bites off of this one right here, ASAP. I got some testimonials. Instant, instant classic, man. I mean, this instant. is. I, I, I it went places that I, I had no idea, but um, like we should know, and shouldn't be surprised how things work. And this is in the midst of you know, retrograde, so hey. Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> I, you look at it, Doctor Nardi. You done made me forget when the main. You know, you done made me all, forget all the way about some old Mercury retrograde. I didn't even, I didn't forgot. But it all came together though. So I mean, that's the that's the thing is when you have. When you are doing diligently, like good things can come out of a Mercury retrograde. We had a thorough conversation tonight. We covered a topic, I think, inside and out. And I think that everyone gained from it mentally, and everyone was able to be able to communicate in a very clear manner. 
Everyone who had a question to ask was answered. We didn't have no technical difficulties whatsoever. Like this, like no problems at all. And then, of course, this always happens. Now, this is always when we're getting ready to get off the line. What happens? Somebody want to press one and put they and, and, and come on with their last comment. Okay, caller from the two one five eight six eight. We we see you trying to keep us in here another five. What's your name and where you calling from? Oh my goodness, this is Isis out of Philly, and I, yeah, I was cool, I was calm, I had, I had to push the one, I had to. This night, this night was past the rocket fuel guest, Dr. Abbott, Dr. Narty. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Everybody talking about, oh, the New World Order, the New World Order, well, the New World Order is this, okay? Some symptometry, some joy. I told when yesterday after symptometry is my sunshine. I am blessed to be here this day to know about symptometry, to have my life change, and I am just eagerly awaiting for my symptom man, okay? <laughs> all that, all that. It's awesome, baby! Oh, God, yes, totally awesome. This is a dream come I true. For this night. I will be strapping folks down in the chair to listen to this one tonight. You've got to hear this, everyone. You have to. Goodness. Yeah, now I have to go to sleep, but I'm so hyped now. I'm like, I've got to make a sleep, okay? <laughs> this was, look, every, every time I'm connected with symptometry, Wednesday night, Tuesday night, whenever, it's just a high. But this high right here is, ooh, Come on, somebody. That's a line out of my son's mouth. Come on, somebody. Keep on coming. Thank you very much, thank you for Thank you all for being here. Okay, thank Thanks, you, Isis. Thank, thank you, okay? Thank you, Isis. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Love you, too. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Thanks. This other, uh, this 786, are you trying to get back in? 786-263? Yeah. All right. Uh, we tried to get to you earlier. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? You can hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. What's your name and where you calling from? Oh, my name, my name is Dawoodi of Fire Vibes, calling from Miami. How you doing, Dawoodi? I'm good. You remember me? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We tried to get to you early on in the show, but I guess you had your phone on mute. Yeah, man, I was, I was, I was preoccupied. I didn't even hear it. My fault. <laughs> but I wanted to, um, I wanted to say something that I heard the lady speaking on about finding the right one, you know, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to share, you know, like you, you wouldn't, you don't have to find the right one when we be, when we're, you know, aiming to be the right one, you know, there's no finding anything, you know, it's, it's actually being and, and, um, drawing that to you, you know, you, you know, um, attracting, that's the word, attracting the right one to you by you being, it. you know, I just wanted to share that though. Oh man, I appreciate that, Lord. Thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? That means not a lot for the brothers to come in and drop it on the show too. So much respect to you. Much respect. <laughs> this is a dream come true. Because I totally agree. You know what I'm saying? You are you you attracted, and a lot of people sound too hard on them when I say you didn't get that symptom, man, or that man that you wanted to because you didn't deserve it. And then they get mad when I go real ham on them, and I say, well. The one who did, you know, whatever happened, that was a part of the karma 
that you got in your genetic disposition and you did deserve it. You know, you didn't use enough discernment or you didn't use the techniques that, you know, was available for you before this whole relationship thing got started. So, you Ooh. know, but I know, I mean, I, hey, I say things like that sometimes, but I, that's me talking. That's not symptometry. Now, that's me. That's how Coach Kyrie get at you. I tell you the facts. But after I tell you the facts, then I also turn around and say, now, let's do right. Because as easy as it is to do wrong, it's just as easy as it is to do right. It's just what kind of ammunition that you got in your gun. If you got bullet, if you got water in your gun or you got gas or bleach, then you causing some pro. you know, you ain't really hitting on nothing. But if you go ahead and put some, some high octane in there like what we put on here tonight, then when you spit that laser, you can get what you want. That's just to say in two months. You know what I'm saying? She she been doing the work, and then she was like, I was already the wife when he met me before we hit before we hit the uh before we hit the joint before we hit the altar. So to me, that was like powerful right there. What you think, Fire Vibes? Yeah, man. I'm, you know, it was, it was. I was just reminded of things that we know, you know, in, innate already. You know, it's our it's our nature to you know like what the elder was putting us on to, and I appreciate it, man. You know. You always have, you know, some good information, and I'm very grateful for your offerings, brother. You know, like, for real, I'll be putting people on. Like, my, you know, my shorty who I'm with now, I'm trying to put her on, but she was too late. She wanted to get on the show, but I told her she's going to be able to listen to it later on. Absolutely, no absolutely, absolutely. We got it. Coach K Radio, I already got the um, I already got the link up. She can, y'all can sit down and watch it on YouTube, CoachKRadio.com. Y'all can watch that. Y'all can go back on Blog Talk. Y'all can peep it like that. Like, please, please get the word out, man. That's like, y'all are the extensions, man. I'm just trying to bring the hottest heat I can bring so we can really make a difference out here so we don't keep, you know, messing up and doing that whole trial and error thing and we can start living trial and error, trial and measure. And we can start winning, you know what I'm saying, putting some dollar signs in it, some champagne in our campaign and all of that, and more joy. That's my thing. I want our cup to overflow with joy. Yeah, and I believe you, you know what I mean? I believe, I believe in you, you know, like you, you sound believable, you know, it's real. It, you know, it's facts. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a fact, Lord, it's a fact. I ain't, I ain't just, I ain't trying to sell, I ain't trying to sell no wolf tickets up here. I got to back it up because I'm gathering spiritual points too. I'm not going to sit around here and let everybody else gather spiritual points and I ain't going to get none. So, <laughs> Uh, forget about that. I, I know that I know the rule too. Like Doctor Nardi, see Doctor Nardi, his thing is he lets every, he gives everybody the green light. He not one where just let me shoot, just give me the ball and let me shoot. I'm the all star. I'm the OG on the squad. You know what I'm saying? I done been talking to Doctor Nardi. He say, hold on, let me get a pencil. And I'd be like, what you mean, hold on, let me get a pencil? He'd be like, I'm finna write down six. Okay, go ahead. I wanted to know what would you or or Doctor you know, doctor too, what would you suggest that I do? Because I'm involved with the woman right now and, you know, she doesn't want me to date or see any other women. You know, she has problems with me, you know, being friendly with women or even flirting with them or, you know, talking to them in a way that, you know, she feels that I should only talk to her in that way. Okay, let me let me ask you a question. Uh, my question is this: um, Does she have 
over 95% of what you need in a woman? Um, wow. I, 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 you know, that's, that's a good question. I really, I really can't even answer that. I, I can't even say if she, I don't know. The, 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 the mere fact that I feel, the mere fact that I am feeling, I am sensing some hesitation on your part is she does not. This is why you turn to look and look and look. And eventually, even if you don't get into a sexual relationship with another woman, you may have the ideal woman frozen in your mind, and this will be the stimulant for your orgasm from time to time. So be very careful. So this is what we do in a relationship. If she's, if you are married to her, if there's a vow that was exchanged in the presence of others, learn to start building your, to produce your cement right now. What she does not have, help her to have it. Because nobody is perfect. No one is perfect. To be 100%, no one has it. So we have, some, some people have 98, 92, 85, 87, and so on and so forth. The rest, you try to complement it so that you justify why you are together. What are you bringing into the relationship? What are you bringing into the marriage? So if she 